0: What's happening everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide and tonight I'm joined by Reinhardt. What's up dude?
1: Not much. Uh, That was a hell of an intro. I know,
0: I know. I'm also here with... That's badass dude. Uh, Dogbot, what's up bro?
2: Oh, not much. Just hanging out with the little choops.
0: (laughs) And Jack the intern in the corner taking notes. What's up kid?
2: What's going on
0: fellas? All right. Was happening? Oh my god, dude! So that is the new season six theme intro, whatever you guys want to call it. Uh, FEMA Camp band leader coming through once again. Uh, that one, that one, you could definitely hear the OG overtones, undertones in that. What do you guys think? I love that.
1: It's classic, brand new. It's, it's wonderful.
0: I dig it. Yes, DB, you being our resident uh, EDM kind of guy here uh what did you think honestly
2: oh uh i like the i like the layers and uh i like the i like the baseline a lot on that you the know, baseline
0: is sick. Uh, yes yeah,
2: yeah. I, I i i've always particularly liked our theme song so it you know the different the different stages that it's gone through and um you know i just think this is a it's going to be really fitting for season six
0: nice nice jack what's your opinion buddy
3: um i love it honestly (laughs) i do too i can't i
0: mean i can't lie uh fema is a good friend of mine good irl friend of mine uh he has been hooking it up for us since season two uh we did have or was it season three season two we did the heavy metal version that was when death uh was with still with us he's he's been he's been rather busy of late um but then we had we had the uh, the metal version, and we had uh, we've had a banjo version at one point. Um, we've had a waltz version uh, with a cello, and uh, Zurius did a version that was badass. Having Zurius and Elazar do uh, do that one for us a couple seasons ago, and then FEMA just steps back in and boom, boom. These last two seasons is great. It's good music.
1: Do the waltz version? Like I should, I probably should have played.
0: What what was that, Reinhardt? I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I said the waltz version. I should have played that at the wedding, at oh. my wedding a couple of years ago. That that was so well done.
0: <laughs> was that even was that around when you got married? I don't think so. Uh, it might have been well, whatever. Three years. Either way, yeah. It's been, wow, it's been that long. Um, mm-hmm. We have had some great renditions of our theme song, and uh, a lot of good music submitted to the show. Actually. If you're out there and you listen to the show and you've got music you want to hear played, send it to us, paranormiespresent at gmail.com. Uh, we will definitely play it. Uh, that way, you know, DB doesn't get to hog the music spotlight every week with the uh, with his punishment of cash customer. That's what you get, cash.
2: That was only, there was only <laughs> one episode I punished him.
0: I know. Yeah. But according to him, you punish him every week with that stuff, so.
2: Yeah, but we're not going to play like the acid bath discography or anything. I mean, (sighs) give me a break. The what? Oh, he's he's really obsessed with this one. Uh, what he considers a criminally underrated band called acid bath, uh, probably because they use a John Wayne Gacy clown drawing as one of their album covers.
0: Oh, that's a, you know, he's, he's, he is, you know, kind of into that kind of stuff, I guess. Um. Yeah, whatever. Okay. We have a lot of we have a lot of musical uh, listeners to the show. A lot of listeners that play play instruments. I play instruments. Um, DB, you're a DJ. I, I have DJed in the past. So anybody out there that's you know into music and has their own stuff, send it to me. I will play. It.
2: I had a lot. I had a lot of people reach out to me uh, due to the Mr. Bungle reference that I made in the last episode. Oof! And uh, you know, Mr. Bungle, California is. Probably one of the better musical albums of the last twenty-five years, and I strongly recommend it to anybody. But it's it uh it definitely captures a wide range of a wide spectrum of all different kinds of music all on one album.
0: It does. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, Mike Patton's I don't think a genius. I have. So Mike Patton is a is a geni- if an asshole, he's a genius. Yes, albeit he's a yes. jerk. Yeah.
2: Vocally, that's his best album, in my opinion, of all and time. I, I, yeah, and I, I like all of his stuff. Well, like I like 95% of his stuff. Okay. And uh you know that it, it definitely uh he definitely runs the gamut on that one. Oh. All
0: right, I have to check oh. that out. I, I don't think I've I've yeah. heard that one, but I will.
2: I've been listening to uh one
1: one side project he did uh Dead Cross. He did a couple couple
2: yeah, Dead Cross is amazing. They were really they are yeah. really fun live. Dave Lombardo is still a fantastic drummer.
0: Yes, he oh, definitely dude. is. He was
2: incredible on that. I wish I'd seen him live.
1: That's awesome. Uh,
0: I but remember seeing Dave yeah, Lombardo see, like, live. Will
1: ever have concerts ever again?
0: No, not the same way. You'll have virtual concerts and you'll like it. You get to see Mullet wearing tranny William eyelash and friends. Um, anyway. Real quick, uh, one order of business. We got a donation this week. PW sent us 25, said, I love the show. Thank you guys for keeping it going. My only regrets is I see tranissaries everywhere now. Well, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we see them now. We it's, saw them. Now you have yeah. to.
0: <laughs> well, it's like the, the Haley Joel Osment thing. It's I see dead people. It's like I see fake people. It's not real. They're not even real people. Those aren't people. There. hey, you know what? That stuff we can that'll that'll be part of the content in a little while. So uh before we get to that, uh the first the inaugural uh midweek update, you know, uh, newspaper esque Dogbot called it the uh the, the midweek newspaper, um is in the can. Uh we got to a lot of stuff. We missed a few things. Um I don't know, you guys do you guys that the uh, the game stonk stop stonk thing is over with now that it's like down to like 12 bucks or whatever it is you think um, everybody-
2: i i believe the initial stage of the media onslaught about the subject has died down i think within the next 90 days we're going to see some kind of ridiculous legislation that will ultimately benefit these poor, poor hedge funds that mm, lost all mm. their poor money, and uh, it will make it more difficult for the average person to ever engage in the gambling that is known as the stock market. Right. I I agree completely. Dog, but I think that's exactly what's going to happen.
0: Um, we call that. We called that from the beginning, uh, especially oh, yeah. when they started. Well, when you had, you know, Cooperman uh, on, on TV yelling at these Reddit investors with their, you know, sitting at home all their time off because they don't have jobs sitting around with their government checks investing. Um, yeah, that's that's what they're they're mad about. And these hedge funds, you know, they're losing their billions. And, Johnny, people with multiple yachts are, you know, hemorrhaging money. Oh, no. But
2: it, it cracked me is, up seeing... A- what, what, what? It cracked me up seeing Elizabeth Warren uh sticking up for the wall for Wall Street and the hedge fund the you know the hedge fund people oh, yeah. because uh she she got her claim to fame legislate legislatively and in government by being the head of the consumer protection agency, which did anything but protect consumers. Right. Of course. Yeah. So it's it's just it's just more inversion, more nonsense. Yeah. You know, yeah. She came she came riding in on her horse, uh, you know, with her <laughs> bare
0: side saddle, bareback on her horse out of her wigwam.
1: Any really any any government agency or task force that has a certain purpose, they I've found that they typically act completely contrary to whatever their state of purpose is. Now whether it's protection You
0: don't or, think that's purposely, do you? You don't think so? Yeah, maybe.
1: No, never. They, no, these no, people no. would never use I, inversion as symbolism to humiliate their own people.
4: What?
2: No. Which they use as cattle. Right. Right. Speaking Speaking of agency humiliation rituals, did anybody see the close-up of the FBI report on extremism? Oh, my God. It had, had the buffalo guy, but when whenever you... Whenever you zoomed in, that had like a picture of a naked black dude. I think the, taking a shit. No, in a, in no, 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 no,
0: it's not a naked black dude taking a shit. That is a reaction meme. It's this big oh. bald negro that's naked sitting there with his cock out. That's oh, that's the meme. It's like it's they, a reaction,
2: but, but they re- they replace it with a instead of a painting that's on the wall. They they put it in the place of the painting. Yeah,
0: it was like Andrew Jackson or or, or some president yeah. or something. Yeah, and they somebody shooped that into there which is fucking hilarious um, again again this got past their internet you know uh, their auditors there that you know that, that edit their editors that edit their articles and whatever somehow that made it through uh, was that an accident was that revelation of the method was that what was that um, or was that more like Pete Davidson calling himself you know uh, the game stonk guy
2: I don't know, but when you have that useless boomer Britt Hume uh, bringing it up on Twitter, you know it's. I mean, I mean, come on, you know that's. <laughs> you know, when when some old curmudgeon like that is pointing it out, that's. I mean, it's. He pointed out that he pointed out that they did on purpose or not. You know.
4: Yeah. He,
2: I think
1: that one is. That one is so ridiculous. Now i I mean, I get. They reveal ridiculous things all the time, um, giving the game away. But that one, I think, is so like internet ridiculous that it's it's more likely that it actually just made it through. Somebody definitely messed up somewhere, crossed two files, and just yeah. you know, copied and pasted the wrong thing.
0: Sure, I, I don't. I, that could totally be an accident. Um, yeah, I don't, also, think, I don't think. I don't think that was a revelation of the method myself. I think that was just a fuck up.
2: Yeah. also guys uh we need to pour out a bag of skittles today
0: why did did trayvon die again
2: no he would have been 26 today oh he would have been oh my god he could have been a heart surgeon by now he do you, you, do know, you realize how many lives he could have saved by now
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well it is february and you know and it is fake black history month and all that so what was it right. i was talking to Hoob. uh Praise be unto him. Uh, he was we were talking about something on Twitter and he was like, these motherfuckers think Eli Whitney is black. The cotton gin.
1: <laughs> I mean, Wait, somebody it, actually believes he was
0: black. Well, yeah. Yeah. Eli Whitney. That's a black name. Well, that's like that. That that thing from what was it? the Cleveland show. The little black kid who's got like the deep voice. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know, Barack Obama being, you know, not being the first black president. And they're like, wait a second. Barack Obama was the first black president. And he's like, you, you mean to tell me that Grover Cleveland and Rutherford B. Hayes was white? Like, that's the thing is these these people hear that name, you know, Tyrone or whatever, Eli or I mean, I guess Eli. I don't know how Eli is a black name, but they hear these names. And they just automatically assume they're black because, you know, those names have been co-opted long ago.
1: Exactly. They they steal Skittles and white names.
0: Well they actually they didn't steal them, they were kind of given them. And again, again, they were given well, you know, yeah. They were given a, a cruise, you know, on a cruise ship and given work, <laughs> they were given employment, full employment, they were given employment, they're given housing. In grades. Anyways. Anyway. Full benefits. Full benefits. Absolutely full benefits. Um I mean they're in order. Yeah.
1: I mean slavery itself was I said this on Twitter a few days ago slavery itself was a giant humiliation ritual for whites massive um because you're creating white landowners you're taking white landowners and making them into titans of industry by using this you know this group of people that aren't your own people because they're cheap or free um thereby you know, driving up your wealth. And then you've got all these whites who have talent, have a uh, work ethic, have, you know, built so many civilizations and they get lazy. Mm. And then the white landowners get lazy and nobody does anything.
4: <laughs> mm.
1: So, and now you have what we have now, you know, a, a generation of just completely lazy, unknowledgeable
0: white kids. Mm. A generation. So,
1: <laughs> several yes no, several be, generations but yes intergenerational humiliation ritual
0: yeah
2: definitely uh, I, know, I, I i think it was uh i heard somebody the other day say at least the barbary pirates cut the balls off theirs
0: <laughs> yeah well, that was what I they believe. that's that's fair
2: the, oh the muslims did that yeah yeah because
1: they knew yeah.
0: <laughs> well they did that yeah they made them all eunuchs and then they couldn't breed and guess what you know, they're just, they're, when they wear out, they wear out. There's no, you know, crop replacement. You got to go get more, you know?
1: But cut, yeah, but then cut. the Muslims are over there, like, doing stuff with pigs and, and, yeah, it's just. Yeah, know, and getting double edged sword.
0: Ex porn stars to lay down and have shits taken on their faces. Yeah, it's great.
2: Cut the, cut them bags of Skittles right off. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Oh God. All right. Um, oh man. So GameStop, you know, uh, how many, more, how many more hedge funds went under this week? I, I heard like two or three more I don't remember how many there was a whole bunch of hedge funds filed for bankruptcy because of GameStop and AMC and these meme stonks. Uh, I guess which this whole thing was was just a, a whole ploy to cover up the fact that silver was shorted or something. Is that, is, is that the Jack, you gave me the you gave me the information, and I didn't see it during the show. Uh, what was that about the silver?
3: Oh, yeah. So um, I can't confirm because like uh, about a week ago, I bought a bunch of silver um, so that I saw that article saying that during all this whole time with all this stonk shit that um, all the silver was pretty much bought up. And I went to went to check on the website, which there was so much silver on there and like different forms and whatnot. And I go back and check again. Nothing is available. Like absolutely nothing. Yeah, they've shut it all down.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's shutting it down intensifies. I don't think it's got anything to do with anything natural going on with the market.
3: Well, I don't think it's so much the market. So pretty much silver is used in a lot of like industrial stuff. Mm. Um, so it's just a useful resource to have in general. And there's only a finite amount of silver so they can't really uh, mine it fast enough. and But it somebody- is there, though? Again, like we said, hmm.
0: how money is fake and gay because MMT, uh, the whole gold standard and silver and metals um, market is fake and gay, too, because metals are, you know, rare or precious or worth whatever, again, what, you know, what people say they are. Uh, exactly. We have- well, well. It's so like with diamonds, metals, and artificial scarcity. Same thing.
1: Right. I mean, certain metals may appear in abundance in one area of the world, but then be completely scarce or just non-existent in another. Right. So, it. I mean, I don't know the precious metal situation in America, whether it's gold, uh, gold copper, silver, any of that, um, but it all is finite, yes. And it's been traded and treated infinitely over the past 50 to a hundred years.
3: I think the other thing on top of that too, is um, from what I've been hearing is that they've been selling like the online shares, like, Oh, you own this much silver, but they've overprinted too much and they don't have Ah. enough physical silver to back it up.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what I was, that's what I was getting. That's how they shorted it. They sold more certificates than there was actual, uh, silver, bars or whatever uh physical yeah stuff. that's
2: yeah that i mean that's that's one of the oldest tricks in the book even my dad taught me in the fucking 80s you you, you don't have pre- if if you don't have the precious metals in your hand you don't have the precious metals right right like if it's not if it's not in your fucking safe then you don't have it mm-hmm. you have a piece of paper with a little with the with with some nice handwriting on it right the know, same, that's yeah, it may as
0: well be fiat. so
2: like if, if you get gold you need to have fucking gold You know, if if you think gold is an investment, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into finances on whether gold is an investment or not, I don't give a shit. But if you think it is, you need to actually physically have it. And if uh, you know, if this administration goes the same way that the FDR administration does, you need to bury it deeper than six feet somewhere on your property because uh, most regular ground penetrating radars you know uh standard ones will i think go like about four and a half five feet hmm. so you need to go that extra foot uh, gotcha correct.
0: gotcha well that's that's well, yeah you know interesting um oh, go ahead reinhardt no johnny go ahead well i was gonna say that's it's interesting that um they're using uh this you know short to cover up another short which just goes to expose more shorts and more shenanigans and things like, um, oh, derivatives. That was my favorite thing with the stock market was derivatives. Uh, Imaginary. I mean, like at least with stocks, like you're buying, you know, an interest in something, in a company or whatever. Derivatives were like imaginary to begin with. Hello, stonks, stonks. Think about
1: right. uh, that. Dogbot is saying, you know, if you don't have it in your safe, you don't have it in your hand. It's not real. That's the entire lie of this entire society that is built on credit cards.
4: Hmm. Yeah.
1: do It's the exact same thing. I mean, uh, you're told your entire life use this, build your credit. Dave Ramsey, this. Dave Ramsey, that teaches you how to, you know, use all this properly. No, there's no way to use the credit situation properly. It's an airtight system that's meant to screw you at every single turn. Because again, if you don't have it in your hand, you don't actually have it. Therefore, you can't decide what to do with it. Right. And you're at the mercy of someone else. In this case,
2: bankers. Mm. Mm. Listen, I'm not going to let you just sit there and slander old Mr. Ramsey. I know a lot of fucking idiots that paid attention to some of that guy's advice and actually are doing pretty good. So oh, dude, I,
1: my dad did work for, for Dave Ramsey. I've met the guy. He's I he has done a good job of
0: I
2: don't figuring think...
1: out how to work the system to
2: Wait, what? What? Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> he's done some good stuff. But did he's still just, working in did the system. Just
2: name, did you just name drop Dave Ramsey on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dig, I, I know Dave Ramsey. <laughs> I meant to. Okay.
0: okay. I are I you shook guys? His hand. Are you guys okay? You gonna? Are you having a moment? Like what's going on?
1: Like what? <laughs> I shook his hand once. I was like, "Hey, it's nice to meet you." I was like ten years old.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, like, Dave Ramsey's a very uh, entry-level finance guy. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't not like Dave Ramsey's stuff. I do. Uh, after having read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then reading, and after reading Dave Ramsey's stuff, I can see why people don't necessarily agree with Dave Ramsey. But anyways, that's for a whole other show. right? Uh, completely other podcast uh, from an, a different time and everything. All right. Um, <laughs> so the stock thing, um, everything about the stock market is fake and gay. I mean, the whole thing, apparently, uh, if you believe people like Matt from, you know, quantum of Conscience, He talks about this, the QOC channel. Uh, other people have talked about it on different other conspiracy shows or whatever, how the stock market is basically uh, a supercomputer controls the entire thing and it's just algorithms and there's no actual like, human interaction anymore. And the buying and selling is all just like feeding into the algorithms and whatever. Um, so I don't know. I mean, You think these little meme guys actually beat you know the supercomputer? Did they Bobby Fischer Deep Blue? No,
1: no, I don't think they did at all. Okay,
0: well, considering that a lot of these guys are sitting on like like Sam Highs, like I'm sitting on thirty six thousand and losses in AMC, and I don't care because fuck the Jews.
2: Yeah, I'm over it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that all this ended up on like the the subreddit reddit being the keyword there um right the, the wall street bet stuff like it it ended up in all fed channels so mm. it really wouldn't surprise me if they were like all right yep
2: let's put this out let's see what we can get out of this yeah and yeah i got some uh yeah. i got some covid items oh
0: oh because we never have enough covid stuff on this show what's what's going on with covid
2: three three items okay I'll, I'll i'll shoot them off real fast easy uh shit Shepard smith oh god on cnbc he used to be the uh he used to be the guy that covered car chases uh on on fox during the afternoon yes but he's on cnbc now oh boy he had a stunning stunning expose on a supermarket in florida where they don't wear masks oh my god i saw that i saw that
0: the whole like nobody in the store was wearing a mask none of the employees none of the customers and somebody was walking past uh, like the bagger area of all the
2: checkout aisles. Yeah, but, and like yeah just, with the camera. Like, yeah. oh, my God. And just taking like, video. Oh, like, they're living their lives. Like, right. You know, they're going to drone strike the houses of these little old ladies do not don't, wearing their masks.
0: Don't make a joke. I mean, they literally were talking about drone striking Trump supporters on, uh, I, I, on TV MSNBC, today. MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They were talking about using those tactics that were uh, used for, what, Al-Qaeda? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I got I got some I got okay. something for that. Okay. Uh, um the second thing is in a Colorado nursing home, they have uh, hug tents, which are just giant yes. plastic bags you put your arms through so you can hug your loved ones. That hurts just thinking yeah. about. Okay.
0: Like that is a level of humiliation and like Degradation that i i can 't even imagine like there's no way wow there's no way uh, th- that's it,
2: the- i would tear th- i would i would freak out i'd i, I would have i'd tear that shit down yeah. and i'd i'd get my me ma out of there and do whatever I have to do in my house in order to take care of her this yes. is too this yes. is too much though people should be doing that anyway you should take care of your your loved ones uh and right. last uh the last item um from the New York Post, just this is just two hours ago, guys, uh, the pandemic could continue for seven years under the current vaccination rate. <laughs> well, and Biden so, just hey, pointed
1: out that we're not going to go back to normal employment for 10 years.
2: I'm just saying, like, I'm never getting it. Yeah. No. I'm, oh, no. I, uh, you could suck my balls i'm not i'm not fucking i'm not putting a fucking needle with whatever shit they call a vaccine for this thing in my arm not gonna do it not doing it i
0: don't yeah i don't i don't i don't think anybody anybody in in my household will be will be getting the vaccine ever also i don't care what we have to do um no there's no way uh did you see it's not you know that those so and so posting their L's, women posting their L's, Jews posting their L's, uh, guys posting their N towers. That one's funny. But um, it was like it was like, a, you know, where it's it's I think it the, the title or the heading of this tweet was like this is a really horrible, you know, how it started. And it was a doctor and she's like 14 weeks pregnant and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to get vaccinated and it's going to protect me, my baby and my family. And then, like a week later, 14 and a half weeks, we miscarried. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's extra large. Oof. Let me see if I can find it. Dogbot, go ahead and do your other COVID thing while I look for this thing real quick.
2: Uh, that was my last COVID thing. But oh, what uh, was the uh, to go back line? to the entire drone strike thing. What was the- uh, I've, been, I've been talking about the escalation of rhetoric on uh, that's been happening for a slow period of time. Uh, it started like I started hearing it the most during the Obama administration, mm-hmm. where it compared rural white Americans to uh, calling them the American Taliban because they they're strong believers in Christ right. and uh, want less degeneracy in their community and don't want to cut their sons' dicks off and turn them into axe wounds right. and you know and so like that that's been escalating uh, very very quickly uh, to where uh rural white americans are being called the uh as great a threat as al qaeda yes and one yes. of the things one of the things that happened on msnbc i believe it was last night uh they just are basically uh hinting at drone strikes on communities uh you know uh and uh, i saw a thread this afternoon uh, a guy who happened to be in DC
4: mm-hmm.
2: on the 6th, because DC is still a city where business and commerce and things take place. Right, right. The FBI came to his house and terrorized his fucking pregnant wife and said that, and they said that they're going to keep coming back and coming back until she comes down for questioning. Oh my God. Because he was on a flight manifest to dc that day and bought like a fucking bagel downtown
0: well that should get him off the hook right there just the the buying of the bagel you know
1: <laughs> yeah clearly he wasn't buying anything uh right anything terrorist related clearly he's, it wasn't anything trump
0: supporting it wasn't trump's most trump support well i don't know well the number one trump supporter died uh
2: Children. You get off the hook, guys if you, <laughs> if you go into a major city, you just buy a bagel and you get a ticket to the Holocaust museum and then uh, they'll leave you alone. It's like a talisman that you can eat
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I will talisman. say I will say that there is really not much like a fresh bagel like that's like recently baked. oh my God, I'm sorry. Every now and then, like, it's not a, I, I do like them, but I haven't, oh, I actually haven't had one. So, I haven't had a bagel, legitimately haven't had a bagel in about five years.
1: So I name drop Dave Ramsey. Johnny admits he likes bagels.
0: Hey, wow. But I haven't had one in five years. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, they are one of America's two biggest problems, bagels and basketballs. That is fair. No. So I'm still trying to find this this female posting an L. Anyways, whatever. She's a doctor. She took the COVID vaccine, and she had a miscarriage the next week.
3: Johnny, I posted in the chat. Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean, I, I,
0: oh, there it I is. feel bad there for it is. her. Yeah, I do, too, man. I do, too. What's the uh, she is?
2: I'm afraid yeah, mean, for her.
0: I, I feel bad, too. Yeah, 14 weeks pregnant and fully vaccinated. I got the COVID vaccine to protect myself, my baby, my family, my patients, and my community. When it's available to you, I encourage you to do the same. As a physician, I feel a responsibility to protect the cancer patients that I see on a daily basis. Okay, she's an oncologist. Okay, especially those who are immunocompromised from their therapies. We should be examples of social. You got the second part of it, right, Jack? You yeah,
2: he part. just gave us the.
0: You only gave me that first part. God damn it, Jack! <laughs> oh, whoops, whoops! Yeah, I whoops. I the second one. One sec. <laughs> I was getting into a. I was on a roll with the reading, and I'm clicking Brad. to the right. Nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening. It's like the Blair Witch movie again. <laughs> <laughs> that will never not be funny. That will. I don't care. That will never not be funny. Uh, okay, so yeah, here's the, here we go. Right. And I've always been open about my motherhood journey in medicine, and it's with a heavy heart that I tell my hashtag med Twitter family that I've suffered a miscarriage at 14 and a half weeks. My husband and I are devastated, but blessed to have each other and our sweet Eva. Rest in peace, angel. Sad as that so, is, you get what you fucking deserve.
1: Sorry. So 14 weeks to then 14 and a half, it took... Right. Wow. Yes. Only a couple of days.
0: I mean... Who's to say, who's to say there wasn't an underlying condition and it wasn't the vaccine, but, but us being the paranormal, I'm going to say it was a vaccine.
1: I'm, um, yeah, I'm putting my money on the
0: vaccine. Yeah. Holy it's shame. crap. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. And this is a doctor who is, you know, promoting health. You know, again, uh, somebody posted, I don't remember which chat it was. It was, was maybe it was the three minute chat. Somebody posted the thing. It's like, honey, and it's like you know the wife in the in the kitchen's like, "Honey, dinner." And he's like, "Hang on a second, I'm I'm uh, reading material that you know the top doctors and scientists haven't read yet, or whatever." Because... No, it's
1: the I'm um, I'm reading the studies that the uh, all the experts don't want you to read.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, I'm reading yeah, that because you know <sighs> top scientists, top doctors, top doctors, Dude, top my scientists
1: harps on that all the time. Who, who does? Literally every single day.
0: Who does?
2: my boss um
0: oh the top oh my guys God. the top guys yeah yes well what do we say I've got the-
2: a stack of stuff today guys i got a stack of stuff i got a stack of medical stuff here stuff they don't want you to see
0: <laughs> no but the, the whole the whole point about the top guys like top scientists well the top scientist is in on it the top the top doctor there it is thanks jack uh the top doctor is in on it the top dentist is in on it the top you know well, here's, uh, here's that's the whole
1: point Let's say Dr. Fauci, for example, you know he was the highest-paid government employee in 2019. Yes, 400
0: and 19. 20, 419, 419 thousand dollars a year.
1: Like nigga, what? Yeah,
0: <laughs> the president only makes like what 250 technically on salary.
1: Technically, but I think there's like add-ons and stuff where sure, but we're talking just to base salary.
0: but base salary, Fauci right. was making 420, and right. like that's a lot of money. For had, a, a guy who got AIDS wrong, who got COVID wrong, and who can't make up his mind on masks,
2: I had a doctor take me aside. He took me aside. He said, "Alex, Alex, come on, come on, just be one of us. Just join the side. Be a globalist." <laughs> dude, and I did, remembered.
1: Did you guys that my, picture? My father I think it was posted in our chat of the uh, the dude that was wearing masks like all the way up and down his head. He's like completely covered his head. I in put masks. that in. Yes. Was that you? Okay, yes. dude, <laughs> I was dying for so long
0: on that. <laughs> is it four hundred thousand, oh. Jack? Okay, so the wow. president's yeah, salary okay, is four hundred thousand. Okay. So Fauci makes a little more than the president made.
2: No wonder he can afford to get a whole uh, area of seating by himself at a Nationals game.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, right. well, when you when you lock down the entire country just oh, to get these seats, I
2: forgot that. Yeah. Oh,
0: I forgot. They were the only live I humans. Maybe he-
2: I no, thought well, maybe he just ran it all out by himself. No, they were yeah. the
0: only live humans in the stadium. Could you imagine that? Like, I mean, not for nothing. That's kind of, got to be kind of cool. You know, there's, a, there's uh, two professional baseball teams right there on the field playing a nine-inning baseball game basically for you, your wife, and whoever is in your, in your box, and that's it.
2: So basically you're a Tampa Bay Rays fan when the Orioles come to town. Rude. Wow. Rude. Wow. I Screw wouldn't even you. I mean I was gonna say like when the
0: Royals come to town, but yeah. Yeah, but at least the Royals have won. Well, yeah, and the Royals, I forgot the Royals got good recently. So yeah. No, yeah, the Orioles. They've never been good. Anyway, anyway. now
2: we're now we're sports uh now, now we're sports, sports ball casting. posted. All right, no, so I'm let's, let's figure out. Okay,
0: so Fauci and yeah, nineteen hundred and the, yeah, Fauci and the six million masks. I think that I was talking to somebody today, and we we're talking about the mask thing, and I honestly think that the two – well, he's like, dude, the, the, the two and three mask thing is just a troll. I'm like, no, no, it's not a troll. No. They, no. They, they, they they're literally yeah, telling you they, it They're works. literally telling you, yes, two masks, three masks. What I think that actually will do and tell me if I'm crazy or not, but, like, the people that are like, I ain't wearing no fucking mask, now all of a sudden it's like, wait, they're saying wear two? Well, maybe, maybe I should wear one just to be safe. I'll just put it on, you know, this time. And uh, three masks, I'm pretty sure that we should probably at least wear one. I think that's going to push a lot more compliance. What do you guys think?
2: I think Fuck so. Masks. Fuck masks. No, I, DB. Like, yes,
0: DB. We you know. Fuck masks. I never wear I masks. Fuck masks. But that's. But I uh, do, what I said, like, like I know your take. I know that's your stance. But like, what do you think of that take? I just, I
2: can't. I, I can't get over. I know. Fuck masks, man. I, I fucking hate. I can't. I'm so sick of. I'm so sick of people. I think are smart saying to people, you know. You should really be wearing them and being responsible. To, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop! Please yeah. please stop it, people. Fuck these stupid masks. Can't we just throw them all in the fucking trash? Remember when they said 15 days to stop the spread? 15 to days to flatten, flatten, the, curve, curve. To flatten the curve. I can't wait yeah. for mask burnings. No. That was a year ago.
0: That was a year ago. We're, we're into... I wonder how many cases of bacterial pneumonia have come up with uh, the masks since the mask thing i don't know all right we're done with covid we we did this tank thing, thing. Uh, was there an, did we miss anything else tv there was something else i thought there was something the, else the but driveway we, shooting oh the driveway shooting yeah the goys oh, man uh what was the guy what was the guy across the street that shot him it was another like blaine or something what was his last name the guy who actually oh. did the shooting Because I know the family that got shot, the husband and the wife, their last name is Goy. Mm -hmm. And we know people who know people that know them, I guess, is the thing. And I guess their son went to school or this guy's brother went to school with their kid or something. I don't know. There's people we know know them. So supposedly these aren't actors. However, watching that video, it is extremely suspicious. These people apparently have had a long-standing feud with the neighbor. They were shoveling. I guess they threw shovelfuls of snow across the way. I I didn't really watch the whole thing. It's just like I, I, I'm not participating in their, in their ritual. I'll read about it. But apparently it got escalated. The guy went inside. Uh, there was name-calling done, which was obviously caught perfectly on video. And... Apparently there's audio later on. It didn't really line up the audio, but it it was, you know, I I guess it was released later on when they were calling him names and they're giving him the finger. And this guy came out with his pistol and unloaded six or seven shots into the couple. And after being shot several times, these people were still giving the finger and like, fuck you, faggot and that kind of stuff. And he went back inside the house and got the big old mean black, you know, semi-automatic AR 15 with the million round clip and unloaded the rest of that into them and I guess that's what happened. And they went in the house and killed himself.
2: The end. I've well, never seen so much attention given to a clearly an escalated neighbor situation in a town I've never heard of in my life before, ever. I mean, like, I, I but... Yeah, you know, things like this have happened throughout the country before, but we didn't have the survey, the cheap surveillance cameras on the, you know, in front of houses and everything to capture these things. Right. Uh, I, I mean, there's no context either to the thing. It's just like right. it's just it, it's just like there's snow shoveling going on, and I don't know what that's well- like. It's probably really, really fucking shitty to, <laughs> to, to snow shovel. <laughs> Like
0: I don't know. Ask (laughs) her. Oh my God! I'm sorry. That that caught me way off guard, and I don't know what that's like. Yeah, you living down in you could
2: get in a real bad mood real fast. I imagine. Sure. Like I I don't like being cold, so like I can imagine having to be all bundled up like the kid from Christmas Story with the goddamn shovel trying to you know uh, (laughs) it's a race against time to to get my car you know to shovel enough shit you know frozen water. Out of the way, so I can move my stupid automobile out, so I could wage cook at my job. Right. Yeah. I. I, I like. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure anger can happen pretty quickly, but uh, escalating to the point of firearm usage with my neighbor, uh, I. I wouldn't have expected that. You know, maybe. You know, Maybe people shouldn't fuck around and find out with their neighbors. Maybe they should just be nice.
0: Yeah. You don't. You don't really want to fuck around and find out. With the neighbors, now there's something about the guy's name that shot him, and I can't find it. Jack, did you find it? I know you posted the the meme. That's very funny. The grug. Yeah. It's like uh, the grug. I'm not
2: reading all that.
0: Yeah, I'm not reading. Uh, that's too many grugs. But no, they, their name was Goy. The guy across the street. Supposedly, somebody said, and I've never seen any sort of confirmation, but they said the guy across the street was a QAnon guy. Of course, right?
1: Yes, of course. I, I haven't what? seen any like major news headline on that, but I have seen it peddled around. So I don't know, but
0: doesn't make it true, right? <laughs> Even so, the goys were supposedly Trump supporters, anyways.
2: Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene had all her committee. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah responsibility stripped from her mm-hmm. because she is queuing on so the right. uh, the the open dis the open unpersoning of elected officials is occurring mm-hmm. if it can happen to an elected official there's no stopping it happening to anyone who had some cool Facebook page about wanting to stop child trafficking you know if you were a member exactly. of that or you know, like anything that it, anything to where you remotely hinted online that you think our elites are engaged in satanic activity and fucking kids. Uh, well, you know, you, mm. you could, you could lose your job. Your, your bank could call in, call the FBI over mm-hmm. some of your purchases. Um, Amazon keeps track of all the books that you've been getting. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be fantastic. Right. By the way,
1: Johnny, the guy's name see, was apparently yes. Jeffrey Spade.
2: Yes, Jeffrey
0: Spade. So you had a spade shooting two guys.
1: <laughs> and just for confirmation, the the shooter was white, right?
2: I don't know. Do we? I don't know. Do I mean, know that? Snow was white. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, he was probably some <laughs> shade All of matters. some shade of peach or. You know, pink. No, I'm pretty sure it was white. Yeah, so a spade shot two goys. Apparently, it was real and hetero and not fake and gay. Yet, somehow, it was pushed to the forefront of the algorithm. All the, you know, all the... I'm pretty sure it made decent news, didn't it? I thought it did. I thought it made, I thought uh, it made, I just like...
2: Saw, I just saw it all over my Twitter timeline for two days. Yeah. So. Twitter and okay. Telegram, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it made, like, medium headlines. Oh, the shooter was a Navy vet. Awesome. Awesome, A white Navy vet, QAnon, angry guy whose neighbors threw a cup of cold water at him and gave him the finger. Oh, boy.
1: So he blasted.
0: Right. All right. That's right. And it's like, so anyway, that's when I started blasting.
1: (laughs) I was just watching that earlier with my (laughs) wife.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. It's always sunny. Uh, Um, Love that show. Anyways. All right. So. But again. Oh, a shooter in snow oh, shoveling okay. murder. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was a Navy veteran. What does this say? Oh, this is the New York Post, so you know it's good. Um, was he a nuke? Uh. Graduated from Wilkes-Barre University, degree in environmental engineering. He has a master's degree in water resources. He's a licensed engineer. He was an engineering technician. Okay, he's a professional engineer. A lot of Navy stuff. Alright, Navy stuff, Navy stuff. Okay, he did the National Guard. Alright. Mmm. Hmm. His loving son, brother, and uncle would be greatly missed.
2: Okay, did so did he disappear for weeks at a time during shore leave?
0: I mean who doesn't? But no. I'm just right? saying he could um, be
2: he could have been MK Ultrand. He could have been triggered by by something that that bitch said on the street like it like she could have accidentally said the secret word it's just
0: yeah well cattle yeah see it's interesting that the article is all about i mean yeah he was the murderer but like you know, they're, they're making through to in the whole, like, he was such a nice guy. And he had such a great Navy career. And... It's all about him. Not a not... not a word about the couple, really. You know, the Yeah. Not There's about the literally
1: not an entire sentence about the couple.
0: Again, the spade gets all the coverage and the goys get none. Oof. I mean, is that the takeaway here?
1: Well, and they even even say, uh, meanwhile, a woman in France who identified herself as a relative of the couple said they didn't deserve to die like cattle.
0: Like cattle. The goys yes. deserve to die like cattle. Yes. The goys, the goyim, the goys, the goyim did not deserve to die like cattle. What the fuck? Okay, so uh, fake and gayness intensifies. Am I? Oh my god, guys!
2: It just—it seems really off. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, I—I I, kind of feel like this is there is there is there is a there is a, there's a little man in a in a in a small hat standing on a little step stool, smacking people in the face with this little circumcised little schmeckle, like. Nah, how much is gonna t- you're gonna take? How many are you gonna take before you finally? Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. Goy, this is like the piece of shit Wayne L. Sexton spade and goys. I mean, come on,
2: <laughs> Ahmed, ro- a robbery. Yes,
0: armed robbery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is like
1: Toy Story, except it's all just spades and goys, right being played
0: with some of it like this is where like this is where i kind of maybe agree with skull that maybe like god's just like making jokes but who knows i don't Um, think it's god no it's
1: not the god God. of this world No, no no (laughs) which we will talk about later
0: okay okay so driveway shooting very very interesting a lot of strangeness going on about it i don't know I don't know what to make of it. I know that when major media covers something and it's pushed to the front of the algorithms, there is not a lot of real heterosexuality about it usually.
1: Especially when it's it's pushed so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it's like it immediately goes. It's blasted. Every channel you see, you're seeing this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're seeing the goy. You're seeing the spade. You're seeing the cattle. You know all the little identifiers. Right. I think is what gives it away is you immediately see those identifiers placed in front of you.
2: Right. The right. part, the parkland kids were all dolls.
1: The teachers. <laughs> oh my were God. robots. Yes. Oh did God. you, get, did you guys talk about the, the David Hogg, uh, anti my pillow? pillow? <laughs> oh, not yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. The David Hogg. No, but what I have seen is I have seen David Hogg's Tinder profile floating around apparently. Um, <laughs> That's that's getting no that's what I don't want to know how no it's just everywhere on like people are making fun of it because oh he's okay. yeah he's on Tinder trying to get dates and it's like don't even swipe right if you're a conservative okay my LGBT and BIPOC uh, comrades you know they deserve to exist. Get shut the fuck up, you fucking Adam Lanza clone faggot!
1: <clears throat> I didn't even know that kid was still alive. I thought he had actually offed himself like okay. a year ago.
2: Nah, there no. is a weird uh, physiological resemblance to the uh, Harris stepdaughter to David Hogg. Mm. Mm, yeah, they yeah, could be they, clones. They oh. they they share similar uh, facial and. Uh, Body structure features, physiognomy. Yeah, they're they're built. Yeah. They're built Basically, almost they're like they're really Absolutely disgusting, and they look <laughs> similar. Well, the the bad
0: part is she's got a thicker mustache than him. She's
2: True. the next hot thing. She's the next model. Right, white right. like top.
0: Super tier. model. Super model. Get it she's right.
4: She's a super, super
1: model. See, when I saw that, the first thing I thought was the uh, the William eyelash. Uh, art that we did mm-hmm. for that one episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just less fat obviously. Yes. A very skin mill, or very skinny tranny windmill of peace.
4: Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> <So> yeah. <nasty. laughs> so nasty.
0: So nasty. All right, um gross. Man, I didn't want to th- I thought we weren't weren't going to talk about Emhoff or whatever
2: its name uh, is. I uh, yeah. you brought up Pog. And that they yeah. remind me of that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, his but but his new company is gonna be called uh pillow biters. Uh, oof. My pillow <laughs> biters. So.
0: Oof. My pillow biters. That's pretty funny. God. Oh God. no. Um
1: are we are we anywhere close to the hour?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Good lord. Uh, that's forty five minutes. Oh also D V, um, you know, if the system has decided that Marilyn Manson is your chief target. The system is needing of a reset. Probably <coughs> reset, you say? Yes, reset. Uh,
2: so I spoke to my uh, my Daily Show libtard friend, <laughs> who's a huge Marilyn Manson fan, and I just sent him a I sent him a text, and I said, "I believe Marilyn Manson," and uh, I had gotten like a not necessarily like a wall of a text back, but he's going through a period of extreme cognitive dissonance where. He cannot he cannot separate the artist from the music. He does not believe Marilyn Manson, by the way. He believes all the tranny accusers and the, the, well, of the course, backstage of course. the backstage sluts and everything. Of course. And I, I find it I find it absolutely stunning because um you know uh <laughs> it's not it's it's this isn't like this shouldn't be a revelation that Marilyn Manson is a sexual scumbag. Sure. I mean, he's literally—he's right. literally been writing complete songs about being a sexual scumbag since his very first demo tape. Right. So it's like, I know he's listened to the all the songs of what he said <laughs> in them, you know, like sure. it, so it, it's just, it, you know, he. he but one thing that stuck out to me in his reply text to me is I just don't condone this sort of shit behavior. Mm, and I'm like, mm. I'm thinking in my head, every album and t-shirt and poster of his, you bought over a 25 year period of listening to him or longer. I, I, I assume he's been listening to him since the late nineties. Uh, he's just a little, he's a little younger than me, but not that much younger every single one of those things that you purchased and every concert you went to is condoning it. So sure. like, right. he's, sure. he's the, the stuff that they're saying is, is sexual assault. Like the, when I said, I believe Marilyn Manson, I believe that what he said in his statement, that everything that he engaged in sexually was uh, consensual. And it was with people that it was with women that wanted to do freaky shit with Marilyn Manson, but it wasn't going to be like some normal boring missionary with Marilyn Manson. Mm, I mean, no, I, I, no. I, I, there, no woman or or trans woman that got into it with him could have remotely thought that. Uh, well, we're just going to have a very regular, boring sex life,
0: right? Nobody, nobody should ever think that. It's Marilyn Manson for for Christ's sake.
2: Like, whatever you feel about him as a musician or a person or whatever, I mean, like, yeah. you couldn't possibly be so, or, or somebody backstage is like, oh my gosh, he's into me? Oh my gosh, what is he doing to me? Like, duh, you put yourself in a situation where that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, I refuse to think that that those people are victims in the sense of some uh, white woman who's walking in downtown Baltimore and she's she can't. Quite find her car and she gets pulled into an alley by someone. That's fucking rape. You know, uh, you know, seeking out Manson backstage because that's it's a little different, right?
0: Well, it's like I said. It's like I said that the the woman that accused Mike Tyson of rape, you went up to his hotel room at four o'clock in the morning. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, you're not going up there to play Pokemon. Same thing (laughs) with Marilyn Manson. You know, you're not you get into a, a relationship with Marilyn Manson. It's Marilyn fucking Manson. You don't. You can't expect it to be. I don't believe we're talking about Marilyn Manson sex life. Can we stop now? Okay, we're gonna stop now. Anyway, yeah. So we are at the end of the hour. Uh, Reinhardt, we're gonna have to do an extra long second hour. Is what we're gonna have to do. Okay. All right. We'll do that. As we actually have a whole bunch of content that we actually prepped for, read a whole book and everything. Yeah, we're gonna be back after this. The break song, DB, you beat everybody to it again. So what? what is it?
2: Well, since we're going to be talking about the post-human paradigm, mm-hmm. I picked a song by a guy called J.K. Flesh, and it's called Post-Human.
0: All right. Well, nice. we're going to listen to J.K. Flesh and Post-Human, and we'll be back. everybody we're back this is still the Paranormies I'm still Johnny with Reinhardt Dogbot and Jack first hour well we had content we, I, we didn't we didn't get to it we 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 finished up the midweek show on the weekend there was just so much stuff going on so many things that are fake and gay that we needed to talk about but no we actually we actually did a bunch of prep for this we read a book uh, we read a book by a guy named Timothy Alberino. We have spoken about him before. Reinhardt has mentioned him a few times. This book has been how many years in the making? Reinhardt.
1: Um, I mean, I'd say for him personally, he's probably been doing this for eight, nine years.
0: No, but but you said the first this time particular I heard
1: about this book was like three years ago, three okay. and a half years.
0: Okay, so this book's been like a long-awaited album, finally out, finally released. We all got a copy for Christmas. And we read it. Tell us about Timothy Albarino and what he does.
1: Yeah. So he used to work with uh, a company called Gen 6 Productions. They did films. Um, uh, Steve Quayle was founder and uh, they used to do movies on giants, on um, uh, Catholic, what was it? Demonic influence in the Catholic church. Um they led trips to places like the island of Sardinia, which is a hotbed of like of giant tombs and that yes. kind of thing. Yes. Um, this guy, he doesn't even have to like self style himself. He just kind of appears to be like the Indiana Jones of Nephilim. Um, <laughs> dude dropped out of high school, moved to South America, lived in South America for a very long time, um, and for the past few months has been filming something down there that he still won't talk about, um, having something to do with the giant influence in South American culture, which I think is really cool. Um, so yeah, he's been busy, busy, busy. And this book kind of took a backseat for a bit. Um, but come to find out as you read it, he has also had his own UFO experiences, which play into the book.
0: Ah, yes. So the book is called Birthright. And it is subtitled, The Coming Post-Human Apocalypse and the Usurpation of Adam's Dominion on Planet Earth. Alberino's insights into the biblical narrative will shatter your paradigm. Now, the back says, if you think you understand the biblical narrative, think again. Now, disclaimer, this is not going to be, we're not, we're not doing like God cast type stuff. This is the paranormies, all right? Yes. Just, just making sure. <laughs> Everybody knows we're not doing, we're not doing too much churchy stuff here. All right, but this is but this is a biblical narrative.
1: Yes, but this is a biblical narrative that churchy church types will reject. I mean,
0: mm. it,
1: it's mm. this is not a so-called I, I use air quotes Christian narrative. Uh, most people will look at this and probably say that's absolutely blasphemous. Um, so, yeah. We're, we're definitely not getting God cast on here.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so the book kind of opens up with uh, the prodigal son parable. And it, I don't know if people that listen are familiar, but the prodigal son, a man has two sons. Uh, he splits up the inheritance. Uh, this, the youngest son wants to go off and make his way in the world, so he wants his inheritance. So the father gives him his inheritance. He goes into the world and squanders it. Uh, ends up getting a job. He doesn't have anything. Gets a job feeding pigs. Can't even afford to eat the food the pigs eat. Uh, f- maybe he he decides he's gonna go back to his father and take a job with his father as a servant. The Father takes him back in. Um, you know he's excited to see him. His son is home. Uh, you know, bring me the fatted calf. Give put a ring on his hand. Give him the finest robes. Uh, the older son is like, Hey, dad, what the hell? I haven't ever gone anywhere and you've never done this for me what the hell timothy alberino's take on this is that the the father is god and the two sons the younger is humanity and the elder is the uh legion of the elder race the angels
1: right uh the he calls them the elder race um or our elder siblings for a reason. Yeah, because they've always stood uh, beside God, you know, from creation. They rejoiced at creation. Uh, we're told, and yeah, Adam and Eve both squandered their inheritance, their uh, their birthright. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, which their birthright was the rule of Earth, dominion over Earth, to guide it, to to protect it. Um, and yeah, it, the first time I ever heard him made those parallel those parallels was a few years ago when i first heard of the book and it immediately connected for me at least um, i think that it's it's incredible to think that we are as humans descended from adam literally kings of this earth
0: right that is well that is according to um, you know biblical the biblical narrative right that we are correct to yeah and so we squandered it um one thing i didn't i noticed is that uh alberino didn't really get into anything before adam right but he does say he does say that the planet genesis begins with a planet engulfed in water and darkness and this resonates with a divine retribution a planet wrecked in the aftermath of a cataclysmic jug- judgment so was it really a creation or was it a like, according to him, was it like a like a, a reset?
1: I think he was talking about a reset. Um, well, it's funny you say he didn't he didn't talk about much before Adam. He's got a whole chapter um, before Adam. Um, we got chapter. Uh, it's the third third chapter that talks about that possibility exactly of the reset. What could have caused that? And this is I know where you and possibly Dogbot. I haven't asked. Uh, him about this before um or others that listen to us that will read that agree that space is fake and gay um you know talking about our earth being reset in the aftermath of a giant cosmic battle um i think we can all agree that what is peddled to us as space currently is fake and gay
0: Mm. oh sure it's the, the faustian dream is what that is it's not really right yeah you know, um, and it, what the thing with what space does is space, again, takes you away from looking at what you're supposed to look at, what's down here. Like, takes your attention off of what you are and what you're supposed to be.
1: Right. Well, and I think, um, I said this before the show, too, we don't know what's outside the firmament, outside the dome, necessarily. So right. I'm not going to completely disavow any idea of other realms like ours, outside the firmament, or the possibility of a giant space battle actually taking place, just not in any sort of way that we have been peddled. Hmm. None of it looks like that. <laughs> there is no, I don't. Uh, there is no abyss with a with a bunch of just white dots everywhere, and then some photoshopped looking
0: galaxy. All right. I mean, well, I mean, this one of the things I had I had a problem with with the book was Alberino's. Adherence to modern cosmology, talking about you know Alpha Centauri is four point three light years away, when you know we've we've seen the the videos where they're clearly the stars are clearly close, uh, right? And they're they're reflecting through the waters above whatever the the, through the firmament or whatever. So that's just a couple of these things. Like a lot of the stuff that he brings up, I, I, I I agree with his premises some of it, but man. Go into just, just go into this whole alien thing. Let's talk about his take. Oh, on it. the alien threat. Well, do you want to go that far? What, I don't know. Where do you? There's, we're still at well, the beginning like of the book.
1: To, I'd like to start with. I mean the 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 very beginning. The the nephilim okay. thing. Okay. Ultimately, because that that goes straight into the alien threat. I mean, if we if our birthright is dominion of Earth, mm-hmm. um, then what mm-hmm. happened in Genesis six? I mean, these fallen angels come down. They're already given rule over us. Not really rule, but uh, guidance over us. They're supposed to help us. Um, That doesn't really end up happening. (laughs) Um, And uh, I assume everyone who listens to this episode already knows about the Nephilim. Watchers came down. Angels made it with human women, created these giants. Uh, They're not the sons of Seth, but actual... Uh, supernatural beings but why did they come down and do this that's a big question that i enjoy how alberino answers um page 142 143 uh he says clearly the writer of genesis means to say the sons of god lusted after copulated with and procreated through human females he says aside from the primal urge for sexual intercourse they seem to have been consumed with another carnal impulse Envy. They were envious of mankind. Um, Says there's three things that they coveted from us specifically. Number one was wives. Mankind was granted a special privilege that was not afforded to the sons of God, a female counterpart, a wife. The Watchers envied men for their wives. Number two, offspring. Because men had female counterparts, they could procreate offspring. The Watchers wanted to beget their own children and have families like the sons of Adam. This is a huge one because they... Didn't have offspring or marriage among them. They work differently than us.
0: They either or How did the How did the Watchers? How? How? You know, I don't know. How did the uh, population of Watchers come to be?
1: Well, they were created by God. I don't know the specifics. Nobody does. Um, but they were neither given nor eh, whatever it is. They they do not take wives and partners. They okay. do not procreate. Uh, among themselves. Um, So Alberino discusses at one point in a chapter called The Atrophy of Adam the the idea of immortality or replenishing mortality, um, which is the tree of life idea, Uh, so that either these angelic beings are just naturally immortal, which he says God is the only naturally immortal being, or that they are regenerated by eating or partaking of things like the fruit of Tree of life Mm. So they're different than us They don't have families They don't need families because they're not going to die Uh, This Specific idea Was gifted to mankind According to Biblical text to mimic God's own family To mimic the divine family Itself
0: Okay That's
1: why God's called the father (laughs) And we are fathers. I think uh, three out of four of us here
0: have yes. kids. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, okay, so the Nephilim came down and mated with the sons of man, who happened to be who 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 were these who were these daughters of men? Who were they? Were the daughters of who?
1: Daughters of Cain. They're described as in a lot of different texts. Um, I think that there were humans pre Adam that lived outside of uh, the mountain of Eden out of the garden okay. um, that Cain most likely entered, entered into a relationship with and built cities and all that kind of stuff. Um, so whoever they were, they were daughters of Cain. They were people that Cain took over. Um, but I thought, and,
0: I, but I thought that it was just Adam and Eve and then Cain and Abel and then Seth Apparently, but apparently they had a couple of sisters or whatever. But uh, people like that's that's a lot of people. You know, well, like, yeah, like, they do Cain, right? Cain built cities, right? Cain built right. cities, right? You don't build cities if you don't have a people there.
1: Yeah. Um, and Gary Wayne postulates there were people made on day six mm-hmm. uh, that they were, what we call the Sumerians among others. Um, I think it's entirely possible because all the Bible talks about is a man. And God's portion, the Hebrew people, um, not Jews, the actual (laughs) portion. Um, So I think it's possible that there were civilizations out there already. What do you think?
0: Well, there have to be. I mean, looking at what we found in the archaeological record, um, you know, different things that we're finding now, we're finding out more and more. like what was the not Göbekli Tepe, but the new one that they found that was like another Göbekli Tepe? It's even older. Yes, that was right even there. older. Yeah, um, it's like Göbekli Prepe. I don't know, whatever. Uh Another. <laughs> there was a, yeah, we, the the Spanish Stonehenge, the this Stonehenge, and the Canadian Stonehenge. Um, and then we're finding out that the the, the Stonehenge in, in what is it in Scotland? That one, it's not even real. Like that's fake. But whatever. That's that's for a whole exactly. other, other show. Uh But. Who knows? Well, I mean, there's definitely civilizations. I mean, there's, you know, in, in Asia, there's archaeological records of people going back who knows how long because we don't know. Like, carbon dating is fake. Like, this, and this is where, um, what do they call it? Uh, radical skepticism. And uh, radical skepticism, you can end up with radical skepticism, you can end up not believing anything. And right. that is one of the things that I think a lot of these conspiracies that, and not just conspiracies, but these other theories and things that we talk about, or read about, or research, or other people research, or we watch their YouTube channels that they've researched. All these crazy things, like the resets and the mud floods and the, um, all this other stuff. You know, it's just it's just absolutely nuts, and it could lead you to believe that nothing was ever real, and that we really are just brains in a vat, and that this is just a you know a computer simulation, and nothing really matters, and it's all just really. Tactical nihilism with extra steps. It's like
1: death by black pill.
0: Yeah, um, but I mean, but I mean, again, I am you know after reading what we've been reading and, and doing some of the research we've been we've been doing, watching a lot of those uh, the different video series that we've we've seen on like the resets and whatever. I I'm coming a little closer to thinking that maybe the biblical record is the record of Adamic man. And it was the beginning of the last major reset. I mean, the whole, the earth without form and void, uh, just speaks to a reset, you know, um, it was made oh, without yeah. form and void. It wasn't like, you know, that, you know what I mean? It was, it was made that way. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, um, created that way that it was, it was destroyed. And then, and then boom, here we right. have, What do they have? The the two, the Jewish Hebrew mumbo jumbo there, the uh, Tohu and Bohu? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, I think that. Did you say Jewish Hebrew?
0: No, I said. I said. Well, I said Jewish, I mean Hebrew. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't hear the I mean. I just (laughs) thought you said Jewish Hebrew. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, Tohu and Bohu, without form and void. Um, That goes into. And the big, big reason why I believe that the Earth was not created uh, without form and void was for the simple fact that God did not create this universe in chaos. The idea of order out of chaos is an is antithetical uh, to the gospel. Well, because God God doesn't deal in chaos
0: it, it's Stop antithetical to science i mean it's antithetical right. to science i mean even if like leaving the the religious the re- religiosity out of it um you know everything is entropy everything goes to entropy and the big bang is the opposite of well no the big bang is and ent- well whatever but uh, evolution is the opposite of entropy exactly. um order out of chaos doesn't happen. This was, this is what happens is chaos out of order. I mean, you know, when you leave something outside for a long period of time and the wind, you know, and the weather takes its toll on it, it's, it's, you know, it's much more destroyed. Uh, I liked, I did like Alberino's um, parallel of, you know, uh, going in a time machine, <laughs> time machines. There's another, there's another strike against him. You know, time machine, the guy didn't say anything about being gay uh but you could you know you could you could get in a time machine and um what was the sentence that he used uh it was like all not all the worlds of stage it was one of it was a it was a line on shakespeare whatever um yeah all the
1: worlds all the worlds of stage and whatever uh, people merely players or
0: whatever and you come back four thousand years later and uh Evolution would be that now instead of just that one sentence you're there with a library full of books that are all perfected and all the all the you know the grammar is correct and there's no errors and whatever that is like what evolution is when the reality is is where the guy first showed up would have been the library with the perfect books and whatnot and 4,000 years later it would have degenerated into uh, you know down into uh, well like what books do yeah dust Yeah, dust so yeah, I did like I did like that um, analogy that he did. There's there's a lot of stuff in the book that I did agree with, but I mean, it, the guy's a sphere cuck, first of all.
1: Like, that's right. Like that's that's the thing.
0: I I, I like at, at that point I'm like guy.
1: <laughs> but
0: but I will uh, read the rest of is, your book, and I did, and I did.
1: But if he's a sphere cuck, even if he is. Again, to me, the way that I got through all of it was just understanding that we can't know what's outside the firmament. So there could be these, there could be a destroyed realm that became what we call the asteroid belt. Sure. Um, see, I've been I've been wondering for a long time if the projections that we see on the dome, and I talked about this with, in the David Weiss interview, is the projections that we see are simply not things that are actually out there, mm-hmm. just projected specifically for us to see. They look different, but they are out there. Um, I, I think it's possible. Or we're just living in the literal Nine Realms tree situation where, you know, outside of our ice walls, another ice wall, and so on and so mm-hmm, forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but these beings come from somewhere. There is a heavenly kingdom somewhere. There are aliens
2: somewhere. <laughs> can I Can I uh, mention something? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my general impression of the book is he is trying to find a happy, reconcilable medium between the Zechariah Sitchin, Eric Von Danigan sort of, uh, ancient aliens thing with the sort of, uh, Steve Quayle, Gary Wayne, Christian, uh, more biblical interpretation of 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 what's happened in the past and then trying to mix in uh pop science. And like I I really I like there's a, there's a some point like I I've I've watched some of his interviews there's some points where he talks about a certain battle and everything that happened that blew up a planet that became the asteroid belt. And it it just really sounds like he's talking about a bad sci fi movie. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, I want to get into some of the stuff that's in the book, but there's just certain, there's just certain, like, things here and there I just can't really reconcile. And that's, and that's like his wanting to embrace the Big Bang Theory as as part of it. Yeah. You know, well, like,
1: I think I think the idea of the the Big Bang cosmology is not necessarily, it's not the the chaos out of or order out of chaos or anything like that. It's not just an explosion. What he's getting at is singularity of God, literally God speaking the world into an existence that is Big Bang situation, like everything comes into existence from the breath of God. It's the same thing. Just not out of randomness, but out of intelligent design, divine creation. And that I agree with. Um, The Big Bang cosmology normally is is missing that intelligent design. I don't think you can look at the universe, look at it. Okay, the universe that is real, not faking gay space. uh, You can't look at it and deny intelligent design.
2: Well, everything about just the phrase the Big Bang Theory itself immediately ignores intelligent design. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 the idea that we, it was just like one, you know, one singular point that exploded and keeps expanding outward for no reason, no direction, you know, just because, and everything else that happened in between. Including life is just the randomness of particles bouncing into one another in just the right place at the right time
1: Well, I don't think that's what he's getting at at all I think he mainly just uses Big Bang cosmology to get people to understand they're the same thing just With intelligent design behind all of it because no, it's not all random. It's not all just um, matter bouncing into each other and atoms, everything. No, it all works according to mathematical principles and, and rules. Um, I think that's what he was trying to get at. And I think that's why it was placed in a footnote and not stated, you know, at length in the book or it was stated at length. Just that term was never used mm. necessarily outside of a footnote.
0: Well, he made, There's a couple of footnotes with the big bang thing. He didn't, he mentioned it a couple of yeah. times. Yeah.
1: Um, Right. And his stuff with, like, pre-Adamic space battle, that kind of thing, he admits, of course, it's all conjecture. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you're looking at the wider picture...
4: Well,
0: here's the question. Dogbot. Okay. Dogbot. Where did did the asteroid belt come from? What is it? Uh,
2: There is an asteroid belt. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't... I mean...
0: In between... What is it between uh mars and jupiter
2: mars and jovian worlds yeah Mm -hmm. so mars and jupiter are uh spheres Mm -hmm. that we can reach through spacecraft
0: um i don't know they're they're spheres that we can see in the through the firmament yeah
2: and like we can see we can definitely see this asteroid belt through the firmament too like that's that's definitely Mm -hmm. that's definitely something we can do
0: Supposedly, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know where it came from. Okay, I'm
0: just saying. like well, the theory I'm just saying, there's, there's, like the, the, the theory
2: behind that, that, like a kinetic, a kinetic spaceship space battle occurred that blew up the. Well, that's the area between these these two planets, and it was, uh, you know, uh, I'm. That's what a lot of pe-
0: that's what a lot of people believe. I mean, what is it? Is it in the Vedas uh, that that happened? Like the the ancient like the Indo air, whatever it was, the Hindu, uh, n- they always talk about it on ancient aliens, but, um, Indo Aryans. Yeah. The, the, you know, the aliens from out of space with the, the nuclear wars in the sky and stuff. Right. Or are those completely fake?
1: Well, let me ask you this talk about, do you, do you believe that aliens actually have, that there are actual physical craft being used not even calling them spaceships just because of the connotation there, but actual craft used by actual physical beings.
2: I've stated on this program that the Industrial Revolution was caused uh, to give Satan, or I, I prefer the term the adversary, to give evil a physical presence in this world. Everything you know, all the you know, quick and advanced technological advancements, and and the degradation of the planet on the way there mm. is all is is all one and the same in bringing the adversary to this world. And I think gray aliens are just a manifestation of that. You know, Even if they and, and are physical beings, yeah, not- they are they are physical beings, and they they have demonic, you know, they're they're demons. They're just they're they're demons that have physical bodies that can do terrible things to humans that they uh, decide to abduct. That's why it's always fucking butt games with them and shit. 'Cause they're goddamn demons.
1: Okay, but demons by nature are not physical beings. So do you believe that these are like flesh golems, essentially? Probably. Okay, I w- I would say that is the only reasonable way to connect aliens to demons. Or not connect them to demons. I believe if they are separate entities, they are working together. But to say that nephilim, therefore are demons, are aliens—that is the only way that they could be gray aliens—is by possessing bodies, because they, by nature, are not physical. That's why they possess us.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, we we have no idea, like, if the gray alien bodies are uh, flesh and bone as we understand it. Like, it right. could be, have- it could, you know, it could be like a a cybrid sort of thing you know it could be completely uh, it could you know, it could be just like a animated fucking sex like sex doll sort of thing
1: <laughs> i mean they are they do physically interact with humans um you know they if they're physically seen i don't believe that they're necessarily holograms they have been physically seen by multiple people on so many occasions i mean it did uh, just question did you read his chapter on the alien threat or have you not gotten there
2: I, I read the. I read m- most the book. I, I skimmed through the last couple chapters so we could, ha- so I could have it finished by the time we record this today. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, but chapter- I've heard. I've heard his stance on it. You know, like basically, yeah. You know, one of the things he says is when talking about extraterrestrials, he refers to these beings as being not of this world, so they're extra. If if terrestrial means the planet or the realm well he and says extra the planet. means outside of then they're out, they're from outside of this realm so right. they're you know so this it's kind of like the uh yes they're technically extraterrestrial
0: well he doesn't believe in the uh hyperdimensional or extra dimensional aspect that some people do which is what is it that's how he says a lot of christians just they're like oh yeah i know aliens or demons and it just slides right into their to their uh christian mentality
1: right yeah, but that there's one there's one reality. We're all living in the same reality. There are just different layers.
0: Yeah, he said well as he said is like, you know, are there different dimensions? And the correct answer is who knows? That is the right answer because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Anybody Well, actually, you, yes. Anybody who's telling you they know is lying to you or works for CERN. Uh but other than that, like we don't know we don't know about other dimensions. We don't know about interdimensional we well that is what um that is what all these things have always been called like demons are interdimensional beings, right? Alien angels are interdimensional beings. People yes. have called them that a lot. Um Alberino kind of doesn't doesn't go along with the interdimensional thing.
1: And I think it has merit. Um I'm not going to state that, you know, I don't agree with that anymore. Um because you're right we we can't know we just don't sure um, one thing I do think that he does have correct is his use of terminology when it comes to angelic beings um, extraterrestrials um, even who we call Satan Satan Lucifer adversary advocate um, you know I think his terminology is quite important and it goes along with the terminology of the Bible I think one one big thing that he harps on is the language of the Bible is the language of like a, a kingdom an empire, um, which he harps on quite a bit is that there are, you know, there are civilizations outside of us that we don't
4: mm.
1: necessarily see or perceive and those kingdoms have factions. We know they have factions.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, that's they rebelled well, against God.
0: That's the whole right. That's that's the whole thing about angels is uh, the different. Names of angels, what people consider classes or whatever; those are just like job titles, right? Right. Angel yeah. itself is. A job Angel title. itself is angels. job title. So yeah, it's like means like messenger, uh, messenger right? Uh, yeah. And even um, in the
1: Bible, humans have been called angels, mm-hmm.
0: messengers. Well, and the other so. thing, and the other thing you just mentioned, civilization, uh and he says in the book that uh, humanity inherited civilization; like we didn't come up with this. This is inherited. So implying that there is stuff older than us and obviously older and, and there there has to be. I mean, civilization as we know it, um, you know, and we're talking not talking about Alvarino stuff, but like, you know, the stuff on this show where we talk about this stuff. John Levi talks about with the resets in the Tartarian stuff in the buildings and whatever. Obviously, civilization is much older, you know, uh, advanced civilizations are much older than, than we'll ever know. Um, so, yeah, who knows? What civilizations were there outside of that little area? You know, that hundred miles square in the Middle East. There, exactly.
1: No, I think that's exactly right. And with our with our situation, our being a damn man, mm-hmm. um, we stretched. You know, from Eden, which I don't think Eden is here anymore. I think it's gone. Uh, we're never going to find it. We're not meant to but I think the near East is most likely where this place could have been. I know he talks about it a little bit, at least. Um, uh, what was outside of there? I don't think we're ever really going to have a clear picture because the powers that be don't want us to, they don't want us knowing the full history of this world. Uh, since the last major reset, which I would say is the Tohu Bohu situation. Um, Major reset. I think they've learned to reset civilizations little by little, which is why we get the John Levy stuff um, and then cover that up. Because as we've talked about before, it used to be you only had to wait for like what a generation or two, maybe to die out before all memory.
0: Well, right. Because a lot of people, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't you know reading and writing and a lot of recorded history. A lot of the stuff was just hand, you know, oral tradition handed down.
1: Well, and even if it was written down, it's very it was very easy to just simply burn things, smash things, oh, yeah. totally rewrite them. Yeah. I mean
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean when you, you know, and it's now it's easier. Like rage against the machine said they don't got to burn the books, they just delete them. But yeah, it's even easier now. But back then, back then when only so many people could read, it was very easy. Very very easy. Supposedly. Right. Supposedly that's the the history that we're told.
1: <laughs> yes. And I'm actually going back through David Roll's book on uh, Egyptian chronology right now. He's, he's created – not created, but he feels that he's uncovered a completely new chronology of the Egyptian civilization. Oh, really? Um, which Yes, which actually, if it's true, uh, the Bible melts perfectly with and other no. ancient timelines and esoteric hmm. texts match up with, which is really cool.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: yeah. I'll send you the, I'll send you the, uh, the uh, picture of the book if you want to check it out.
0: Sure. Right. Sure, why not? Um, um okay, well, back to Alvarino and the aliens. Uh yes. the alien question. So some of the things I took I took some notes myself. I actually I read the book for the most part. He mentions things and you know, and again, he mentions resets many times that this whole thing is a is a reset. One of the things he did talk about that I I, I actually one hundred percent agree with is when he talks about black matter and dark energy. It's just a, that's a scientism, basically invented to balance some gay astrophysicist equation in the first place. Yes, but then he goes into talking about Stephen Hawking being correct, implying implying Stephen Hawking is real and an actual right. He does that thing a couple of times. It is in the book a few times. He doesn't believe in Atlantis. He does the thing with UFOs, government disclosure. This nigga believes the mainstream media. Uh, there's a reason why this stuff is being pushed in the media. Anyways.
1: That's part of my thing with him is he's he gets almost there. And the connections, we see the connections with mm-hmm. the things that he's talking about that mm-hmm. we agree with. We see them. But then yes, he, he does the whole I believe in science, I believe in you know, this disclosure or whatever, and you're like, guy, come on. Yeah, how can you go this far oh. and then just stop?
0: Yeah. What? It's it's almost like it's almost like they, they do it on purpose or something. He definitely he he's in harsh disagreement with Jacques Valet and uh, passport to Magonia. He does not believe That's the hyperdimensionality sort of thing um, where Jacques Vallée doesn't believe that craft belong to the aliens. I don't necessarily believe that the aliens pilot craft either. I think that craft are most likely a technology that is outside of our sphere, you know, the sphere that we're allowed to see, the, the normal human beings. I don't want to say normies, because technically I'm still in that sphere. I don't know what these guys have, so I'm in that normal sphere. The stuff that these these DARPA projects and black money, the stuff that like Naomi Klein talks about, you know, and, and Richard Dolan with the uh, breakaway civilizations and the the DARPA black budgets and stuff. I believe more that that is, that is most likely what craft are. Uh, and or... Or... There's the theory of the USOs, the under the unidentified submerged objects that aliens are actually coming from below layers of the layer cake Earth and coming up out of the water. There's yes, that,
1: that was one thing. Uh, up until recently, I had not seen too much about. But there was a lot. There are a lot of instances where things are are craft or witness coming out of the ocean, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is. Crazy to me,
0: yeah. And again, uh, as if aliens are what aliens are, and they're not from this planet, you know, extraterrestrial. We could argue the semantics of that all day, but uh, aliens, you know, again, like Dogbot said, they're always doing some sort of degenerate thing. Well, they're always lying. Uh, was it was it Jonathan McCormick when we were talking about that, uh, where the aliens were always like, well, first they're from Alpha Centauri, then they're from the Pleiades, then they're from Mars, and then they're from here, and then they're from there, right? Isn't the story always changed then? But there's always the butt sex part. There's always the butt probe, right? Uh, well,
1: and it's not. just remember, too, it's not just the butt probe. It's all kinds of experiments. Oh, Typically, sure. Typically, they yeah. are fertility. Breeding,
0: fertility related. and breeding. And yeah, I, we, we jokingly yes, and talk stuff. about the butt probe. What?
2: And butt stuff, yeah, yes, and, and butt butt butt
0: stuff. stuff. I mean, come on, it wouldn't be, <sighs> it wouldn't be, you know, Globo Homo without the butt stuff,
2: right? But yeah,
0: so well,
1: the breeding thing goes right back into
0: Nephilim, the Nephilim. right? The Nephilim thing that, and, and that ties in, and I, and I do think that there is some sort of some sort of breeding thing going on. I mean, sure, why not? I mean, sci-fi isn't the only. Thing they could dream this stuff up. I mean, like the missing four one one with all the Germans and Irish going missing. They got something's got to be going on Mm -hmm. with that. You know, we've seen other sorts of things where people go missing, and it's almost always the same phenotype or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, they they do. um, They don't necessarily discriminate family abductions. Their their abductions, generationally, but they they do it generally, generationally. Yeah, and what's funny is this actually goes into the third point because remember i said there were three reasons for the the genesis 6 situation we got through two this goes perfectly it was a nice segue actually into the third point is taking our dominion over the earth oh, and yes. whether the aliens are demons that rounds it up nicely great if the aliens aren't demons they are breeding what they are breeding in service of that cause and will most likely be thrown away like Donald Trump at the end of the last election season, um, as puppets, willful, willful puppets or, or just useful allies for the moment. Right. But the whole reason that these beings are being created, this is not watchers coming down and physically having sex with human women. Now these are hybrids that are being born in vats you know, uh, someone is taken up, they're implanted, um, they're sent back down, they're taken back up at a certain point, and whatever fetus is inside of them is removed, placed in a vat, and is grown, uh, along with other DNA, to create half-human, half-something-else hybrids. Um, these are accounts that have been shared numerous times. But the story remains the same our dominion over Earth is given only to us, to Adamic mankind, the Watchers themselves way back in the day couldn't just take dominion. They couldn't just take our birthright. A birthright has to be abdicated.
0: Right. There has to be a bowl of lentil soup.
1: Yes. Or a being has to be human enough to qualify while still being of other DNA, other blood, which is where we get the Nephilim, who were of Adamic blood, but also were essentially superheroes. Mm-hmm. They were giants. They had incredible strength, speed, all kinds of things. Um, not to mention incredible uh, aggression and evil inside them. But they were able to take that birthright because they were partially human. And that's what they're doing now. We have these, these uh, Alberino coins the term, hubrids. Uh, which I think is you know useful, sure, but there are several books written on alien hybrids or, or nephilim hybrids that are living among us all mm. over the world, whether they're reptilians or described as something else. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, Johnny, but I've, I've seen these books all over the place and, and seen the videos, and I mean, there are strange people that don't really appear to be totally human living on this earth right now.
0: Sure, the the Bognadovs for for one.
1: What's that? You cut out for me? Sorry. The,
0: what are they? Bognadovs? The Bognadovs, the he the the big French crypto twin brothers.
3: Oh yeah,
0: Bognadovs. The ones that the-,
3: the Rothschilds bow to.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He bought. He bought. Dump it. Oh, he sold. Pump it. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say their name. The Bogdanovs, like the bo- take the Bog pill, right? That's the Bogdanovs. Ah,
1: oh, uh, the Bog pill. You
0: that know what they look like they got like overly plastic surgery face looking. Big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they don't disgusting. look human. They don't look human. No. Yeah. So, no, they don't. <laughs> right, but no, it, there's there's other there's people out there that um what do they call it the trick of something uh. He was talking about like the Jacob and Esau thing. And there's maybe like twenty five thousand people on the planet that have that uh wolfman's disorder. It's like trichinesia. Or something. Oh, hyper
1: hypertrichosis. Hypertrichosis. Um, That's the Yeah, it's about fifty people.
0: Okay. Oh, it's only fifty now. Uh it's, and it's I un- and I believe wrong. that most of them hap- are Latino too. That is Yeah. Yeah, they're mostly found in Latinx population. I mean there's not that many of them, but they're mostly found. <laughs>
1: In, uh... Well, I think he's completely right when he says that somebody the 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 possibility of somebody having hypertrichosis mm-hmm. and being a twin—that's right. insane. Like that's that's through the roof. And and just so people know, we're talking about Jacob and Esau, like the the heel holding what a lot of our guys like to use, kind of against the Bible of Christianity. Jacob, uh, you know, quote Jude Esau out of his birthright. Mm. But,
0: but, yeah, didn't, but wasn't Jacob supposed to come out first and then Esau somehow snuck past him and that's why Jacob yeah. grabbed him by the ankle?
1: It's possible. Um we've got <laughs> we have Jacob and Esau, Ishmael and Isaac and Cain and Abel, all right? Uh, specifically with Ishmael and Isaac and Jacob and Esau, both wives were barren. And then magically they have twins. Or magically they have two kids. Sorry, uh, Ishmael and Isaac were not Um, not twins, nor born of the same woman. They have a firstborn son, so firstborn son Ishmael from Abraham and firstborn son Esau from Isaac, that ultimately lost what should have been quote, their birthright. Uh, Ishmael never should have been born, and it's quite possible that Esau never should have been born. It's, It's very possible that Satan, the adversary, the dragon, whoever you want to call him, corrupted the womb of Rebecca and mm-hmm. Esau was corrupted into something that wasn't quite human wasn't necessarily
0: right cuz he had a man, he had red a hair, man. hair that was like a goat's fur and like yeah mm-hmm. that's it's not normal
1: well yeah the the word used is sair sair which is commonly associated with a male goat and sair actually uh is the cognate of satyr or fawn.
4: oh
0: which is another one of those fey cryptid type things. Yeah. Speaking of cryptids real quick, before I forget, I just had a brain fart, but uh, Rudy from tales from the trough uh, told me about a new, I don't know if you guys played Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or any of those cards back in the day, but there is a new card game. Uh, It's a little startup and it is called Meta zoo. It is a cryptid card game and it is in the pre-sales type situation. Um, if you, anybody's into, car, I don't know why that just popped up, but yeah, dude, uh, I'm actually pulled up. I'm actually excited about it, and John Jr. and I are going to be picking up one of the box pre sale packs when they come out in March. Uh, you should check it out; It looks pretty cool. If you're into the paranormies type stuff and you're into cryptids, I mean, like, dude, you want to play a, a freaking Pokemon game with the Jersey Devil and the Loveland Frogman? The Loveland Frogman was like on the right on the Instagram page, so I'm like, we have to do this. So yeah. So we ordered a, a preset.
1: Ooh, is this, is this a MetaZoo Cryptid Nation base set, first edition?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Nice. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. awesome. I know. All right. Yep, I'm going to have to pick this up.
0: Yes. Anyway, um, where were we? Back to t- back to Timothy Alberino and birthrights and, uh, oh, that's right, uh, cryptids and goats and people that were like cryptids, and Esau was one of them. Haha. <laughs> I got us back on track.
1: <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's entirely possible. I, I always thought it was weird. I'm with him on that. I always thought it was weird, the description of Esau given, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly enough, in the book of Jasher, um, which is... An incredibly interesting book, provides a lot of possibly historical context for early uh, biblical actions in Genesis that may not make any sense.
0: Um, Well, there's a lot lot in Genesis that doesn't make sense if you don't read the extra biblical stuff. Yeah, for sure.
1: Right. A lot of backstory on Abraham and Nimrod. Right. And actually, According to Jasher, uh, Esau is the guy who slayed Nimrod. Really? Yes, apparently hmm. slayed him in the field, took his vestments, which were stolen from Noah by Ham,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, took tried to take refuge with his brother because he was going to be killed. He was being chased by Nimrod's guys. And Jacob says, ah, hmm. nope, give me your birthright first. Um, so instead of a bowl of lentil soup, protection against the armies of Nimrod, okay, that seems to make a little more sense.
0: Yeah, it does. It, it, it does, because you know the whole thing about uh, the dragon, you know, the devil, Satan, you know, the adversary, or whatever. Uh, seeing mankind give away his birthright for a bowl of soup, I mean, that's a facepalm. That's what he said. He even used the word facepalm.
1: Yes, he did. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it it makes more sense too when you realize that Esau never should have had that birthright.
0: Esau right, because he was corrupted. He wasn't. Yeah, if he's if he's part Nephilim, he doesn't deserve it in the first place.
1: Right, uh, Jacob wrestled with God for well, God's sake, like.
0: Yeah, I yeah Jacob wrestling with God. That well the whole the whole point of Old Testament God and the whole Elohim and the pantheon of gods and whatever and Yahweh being top God. The Old Testament just blows monotheism out of the water to begin with. Like, how can you read the Old Testament and not say that there's more than one God? That just Yahweh is you know top dog.
1: Well, it's not that they're all gods. Well, it says it in the
0: Bible. It says it.
1: The faithful – no, the faithful ones, the faithful angelic beings never – they never take worship. The couple of times that somebody has fallen before them and worshipped them, they've been like, hell no, no, worship God, worship the Father, not me. Um, It's the rebellious ones who set themselves up as
0: gods. No, no, I'm not talking about that, but like the whole – you know, Yahweh was the top god, but there was also Baal and this guy and that guy and this god and that god that people still worshipped, but you know, wasn't as powerful or you know as high level as Yahweh.
1: Yeah, they had their pantheons, and those beings were incredibly powerful. They sure. were like gods, but there is no being like Yahweh. He is the ultimate. I mean, they just have more power than us
4: hmm.
1: as a damn man. That's the whole point. Um, is it, yes, they are more powerful. Yes, they have been around a lot longer. They are elder brothers, so to speak. Um, but they are still subservient unless they're in rebellion, of course. And that's when they set themselves up as gods.
0: Well, I can see, that's uh, again, the thing about the, uh, you're talking about the elder race, you're talking about the angels, right? The race of angels. Right. And... That whole scenario, them having principalities, which implies a civilization, which implies a government and a bureaucracy. Actually, so red tape, right? Yeah, well, you know, angels, you know, angels got to stand in line and sign stuff in triplicate too. But uh, angel DMV, right? I, yeah, you know, register your wings. You get yeah if you have six if you have six pair, you get to use the special lane. Anyway, that was one
1: thing. I want to get you get to use the action.
0: Einstein. What's it called? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, if Einstein you have six. Yes, if you have six pairs of wings, you get to use the Einstein Rosen bridge. <laughs> okay, this is another thing about Timothy Alberino is his <laughs> mentioning of Einstein so many times. I and in my notes, I has I Einstein play. again like six times. He <laughs> mentioned Einstein in the book, and uh, <laughs> it's like Einsteinian physics. Yeah. And the Einstein-Rosen bridges, which is another name for a wormhole, basically, right? Which he doesn't. Yes. Right. So he's now when he's talking about like hyperdimensionality or interdimensionality, he's like, "Well, that's not really true, but wormholes are true." What? What? They go. What? Wait a second. It can't. It's the same thing. Right. Like, you go, oh, the whole folding. Like... That's Jacques Vallée's theory: is that the aliens don't actually fly in craft. That's just that they do this thing where they fold up the universe and step through, like through the portals, like the Stargate theories is more like what... I think uh, they're
1: both entirely possible.
0: Sure, yeah, and that's the thing with his book, with this, and he says that Valet, well, you know, Jacques Valet was, you know, he said there's no craft. Well, that was because Jacques Valet wrote in the time before people started writing about craft. Well, yeah, whatever. But why can't they both be right?
1: or at least be on the same track.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah, they don't both I mean, have to be correct, because we'll never know what's correct. We're never going to know. We're the profane. Right. We're the proles. We're the, the, the unwashed masses that are not illuminated The cattle. The goyim, yes. The, yeah, yes, the goyim died like cattle. We're the, we the Goy
1: cattle family. Ah,
0: God. <laughs> I still think it's funny that the spade I got don't. all the press, and the goyim got none.
1: And the gore's relatives said they died like cattle.
0: <laughs> that whole that whole thing. I don't I don't care. Back um, to first hour that's fake Okay. Um
1: one one let, thing I do want to ask, what do you think about the idea? And this is not solely Timothy Alberino, Michael Heiser's put this out. Many others in their Veda put this out. Uh the idea that angels literally never had wings. Their descriptions with wings are. Oh, metaphorical,
0: metaphorical anthropomorphizations of yes. uh Renaissance painters uh, who were like pedophiles. A lot of them they painted little little kids with penises and shit. That's kind of gross. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I was just reading about cherubim. Yeah, cherubim and life. stuff
0: it's like that. No, 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 nigga, no, no. That's a little boy. It's a little fat little kid with a penis. No, like anyway, let's get to the let's get to the transhumanism stuff. Yeah, because because that's that's where like this whole. This whole thing is going, and we are going to, th- you can tie this into a lot of stuff we've talked about on the show last season, uh, and before that, transhumanism is the end goal of all of this stuff, whether you're whether you're Klaus Schwab, or you're Bill Gates, or you're, or you're Anthony Fauci, or any of these, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and every Epstein foundation, every Epstein wing of every college in the United States, it all is headed towards one thing. All this GRIN technology, this, what is it, genetics, robotics, uh, uh, information, and nanotechnology. Yes. Mm-hmm. Genetics, robotics, information, and nanotechnology. GRIN technology. Yes. All this stuff, all this stuff has to do with what the Nephilim and in, in the aliens, right?
1: Right. It's it's ultimately, transhumanism is the second step. It's ultimately going towards the post-human mm. world, where, we're so it's literally cyberpunk 2077 where you've got cybernetic enhancements as a part of your daily life you go see your daily ripper doc and are just cut open and filled to bursting with um with with humanity changing technology to the point where you know, it's, it's very possible that people's cell, cellular regeneration is going to go through the roof, which will allow them to keep on living um, for generations past their, their supposed expiration date, so to speak. Um, which is funny because Re- Revelation 12 says men will seek death, but death will flee from them. Uh, <laughs> people are going to one day, most likely in this scenario, not be able to die no matter how much they want to. Hmm. That sounds pretty freaking, that, that's horrific in my mind. I mean, anything from having blades in your hands or a gun in your knee to living well, forever.
0: Okay, Reiner, we were talking about this earlier today. What was the movie? Did we ever figure out the name of the movie? What was the movie where the guy was going around repossessing people's prosthetics like enhanced prosthetics and stuff
4: oh crap I God, don't remember. Jack,
0: anybody
1: crickets huh wow i do not remember why has this been erased is this a new mandela effect
0: i don't know uh jack do you know what i'm talking about jack hello intern I do not. I am currently looking up now. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, well, there's there's a movie where a guy goes around, and what he's doing is he's repossessing. He's repossessing uh, upgrades that people have, have gotten done, and um, it's very free much... Free Jack? Free Jack?
2: Are you talking about the movie where Emilio Estevez is the uh, race car driver, and he gets uh, zapped into the future... And no. uh, Anthony Hopkins is trying to download his, uh, his consciousness into Emilio Estevez's body. And Mick Jagger is a bounty hunter trying to, uh, like Emilio Estevez, uh, breaks loose and he's on the run. And he doesn't really recognize, like, it's only like 15 years in the future for him. So he kind of still knows people that are alive and they're, they're not being very helpful and Mick Jagger's chasing him down. No. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar to me.
0: No, it's not. Oh, it's that a really movie good movie. Uh, I, uh, yeah, uh, you're I, like, like I, dude. I, I was gonna be like Kanye. Like, I'm gonna let you finish, but first, that ain't the movie at all. Oh. No, it was. It was. I want to say it was Jason Statham or Bruce Willis and uh, um, Shia LaBeouf or whatever. Surrogates. No, it wasn't surrogates.
1: No. It wasn't. That's, I think it. I mentioned that yesterday. No.
0: Anyway, anyway, so this transhumanism yeah. thing, it it's already it's already in, in the works. And you were talking about how the transhumanist agenda is the mark of the beast. Okay, so the COVID vaccine, there are the people out there, the conspiracy channels on BitChute and YouTube and whatever they're talking about. The COVID vaccine is the mark of the beast. It is not.
1: No. No, it is not. I mean, first of all, it has to be taken voluntarily. Uh, If they're going to force the COVID vaccine on everyone, no, that is not going to be the case. COVID-19 vaccine has no bearing whatsoever on your salvation. Um, Yeah. Transhumanism, on the other hand, is a fully, it's a full rejection of our birthright as Adamic man. It's literally rejecting our Adamic genetic code in favor of something else. That's what it is. You're literally not human anymore, not a damn human, well, at least.
0: Okay, here's my question with that: um, people with an artificial hip—is that transhumanism?
1: No, no, it goes beyond okay. Okay. something medical, which is. But that's how it starts: is mm. advances in medical technology, and then goes into curing diseases, which goes into now they are able to alter over ten thousand. Uh, parts of our genetic code. to Oh,
0: yeah, our DNA. Out. Our DNA yes. that would stretch to the moon and back? Is that what he said? Yes, if the yeah. moon existed. If, if it, there he goes again with the space being real. That's the thing. Okay, we talk about in the conspiracy field a lot and in this, this sort of a thing where we have to have all of our ducks in a row and everything has to be perfectly correct. Otherwise, none of it's correct. Well... He's gotten so many things wrong that I feel like I'm just making excuses for a lot. Of, like I agree, sort of, with a lot of his stuff. But like the whole sphere, cuck, space, planet, alien, craft, real, mainstream media. Jew scientists all over the book, by the way. His references yeah. of Einstein. Not just Einstein. not just Einstein. It's uh, uh, Dr. John Mack. Harvard psychiatrist and Doctor David Jacobs, Maria gets into the alien abductee stuff. Um, Yeah, like the two biggest two biggest researchers of alien abductee uh, psychological studies are, dude, two of the Jewiest Jews you've ever seen your entire life. And reading their research, it doesn't seem like they're telling the truth. I don't know why. Maybe you know, but I don't know.
1: I mean, we know they're by and large fake, but there no. always can be a David Weiss out there.
0: Well, uh, no, and, that, well, and that's the thing about the David Weiss thing. David Weiss is pushing a non-Jewish narrative because the right. Jew narrative, people who think that the flat earth thing is the Jew narrative is, is wrong. The, listen, the, the, the line goes, sphere cucks as far as I can see, blue Jew dot conspiracy. Okay. That's how the song goes. And it is the pale blue, the pale Jew dot, whatever it is. It's the round earth, the, you know, the, the, the globe earth spinning at a thousand miles an hour, you know, going at 66,600 miles an hour around sun, all that stuff. That's the Jew narrative. That's the science narrative. Okay. The non Jew narrative is actually the, the biblical cosmology.
1: Yeah, and I agree. Really, really, the reason I kept up with this book, and I do enjoy it, uh, even despite the sphere cuck, which I think that's probably the, the apex of the issue of, of any of our criticism, is the sphere cuck lens. It's all seen through that lens, mm-hmm. therefore a lot of it is suspect. I was able personally to explain to myself by just saying we don't know what's outside the firmament, but I was always raised reading historical texts and things like this to just pick out things that actually connect already with what we know, with the narratives that we have seen are correct and see how they fit. Throw away the stuff that doesn't. And that's not saying things that, you know, I agree with I'll I'll like and everything else gets thrown to the wayside. Um, So, yeah. I, I don't know it's to me it's still a great book it's he's still got a lot of great content incredible content mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think it's the sphere cook lens that just it just throws a lot of his celestial stuff in doubt it uh, does which sucks because the alien threat chapter is full of great things even yes with dr David Jacobs and all them
0: I don't look uh, I don't I don't disagree with a lot of the conclusions he comes to uh, I just don't I just I just can't get with him on a lot of that stuff. Um, That's fair. Yeah, know and I know I know I know you like Timothy Alberino. You've met like we we've, we've mentioned him a few times on a couple of other shows we did way in the, way back in the day. When we first got into Gen Six. There was something else I can't remember what it was. We were talking about him, but you know this it was it was an easy read. It was a fun read. If you're into if you're into aliens and you're into if you're a Christian and you think you actually know about aliens and whatever, I would read this book. You know, I I would, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give it a thumbs down. I give the book a, a, a thumbs sideways leaning up. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I just can't. I just, some of the stuff I just can't with the guy, you know what I, I mean? I know. Yeah. I know. No, but, but a lot of the other stuff I agree with a hundred percent and, and I like a lot of his takes on a lot of the stuff. I really do. It was a really good book. Um, as far as it, entertainment value and stuff goes,
2: yeah, I give it two and a half out of five stars. Uh, it's it's not it's not it, it was a it was a pretty swift read for me. Uh, but it you know if you are a Christian and you just you want to get into a deeper insight into different things, you know this this is a good this is a good gateway book for that sort of thing. You know, yeah. uh, like there there are other. There are definitely other avenues you can go down if that's something that you're seeking uh, in your in your search for truth and understanding of the of the world around you, et cetera.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah, but this is one definite avenue you can go down. Um, there's a lot more out there.
0: Oh yeah, no, and, and like I said, it's so, it's a fun book. Uh, I, I it was an easy, like I said, it was an easy read. It's uh, he writes. Yeah, I did appreciate that. It's a very easy writing style to read. Um, anyways, Reinhardt, you got to take off?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to run uh, right. real quick, but tonight was great. And um, if you're going to talk about me after the show, make sure it's. No, uh,
0: we're not going to talk you about know, you real quick.
1: Terrible things. Hey,
0: real quick. You did. You and Matteo did the first campfire episode. It's in the can. I am going to put it on the Paranormies RSS and post it on the Paranormies.com website.
1: Yes, um, I'll be sending in show art and Mateo and I are still workshopping a title. Um, once we have those,
0: it'll be posted. It was Hell. a lot of fun. Hell yeah. It was a so, great time. So for everybody who said we weren't going to do it, nah, 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 we did it. All right, Reinhardt, thanks, nah. buddy. We'll talk to you later, man. God All right. bless. Everybody have a good night. All right. Y'all too. All right. So Dogbot. Yes. All right, he's gone now. We can talk about him. I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed reading the book. It was an easy read. I, again, I didn't agree with a lot of the things he said this what really seemed to be his appeal to science ism and um you know Jewish scientists and psychologists and whatever and he references Einstein sixteen times in the book
2: yeah um when you get into some of his thoughts about uh where we're headed and this is one reason why i don't like to do predictions but we're not going to be around to see any of his predictions come oh, no. to light that's one of these things is he thinks in 200 years there aren't going to be any people left on the planet at all so that's what he me. Mean- that's one of the things he means by like a post-human paradigm and so i mean it's a dystopian view of events and I think part of what his book seems to be is sort of a warning, like uh, sort of like a a clarion wake-up call to people to uh, reinvigorate their their inner uh, human, you know, to to overcome these uh, trans. And and I'm not gonna knock that message. I mean, I do want a lot of people to to pull away from the devil mirrors and you know, the industrial society and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race because it's It's, industrial society is what's making uh, the possibility for whatever you want to consider these demonic entities. And you can't ignore the evil that's going on in this world uh, possible.
0: You absolutely cannot. that I've said more than once that that's one of the reasons why I came back to uh, away from even in an agnostic stance, and uh, is that, that not that there was, you know, that I had any sort of overwhelming proof of, of a god or anything like that, but that there was such proof of, of a great evil that everything else had to be true, too. Um, and there is a great evil out there, and it is doing a lot of bad things, doing a lot of bad things to a lot of people. I mean, it's, and it's, it's, it's corrupting man and turning people into animals i mean we're we're being debased back into animals i mean the furry thing has that's gotten legs that I don't think it should have ever gotten i mean it it like did four the, of wrong, them. what four yeah four of them yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> oh.
2: but then we go back into things like uh you know scott howard's book the Indust- the mm-hmm. the transgender industrial complex and and all these things all all these things uh you know, they dovetail together in their in their own way. Oh, they
0: do. They definitely do. Yeah, like because, the trans agenda, they, the the yeah, transhuman agenda.
2: Yeah, what he says in that book is that's the, that is like their end goal is this sort of transhuman agenda. And and that's a that's another thing with the androgyne agenda. The androgyne agenda is another transhuman agenda thing. They think they can be greater than the god of, of creation. And the God of my understanding that I've given myself over to is, is, not, is not something I want to like, openly push on people. But I do strongly suggest people to find uh, some spiritual connection that they, can, that they can identify with. Because this material existence, this, uh, this coming transhuman, post-human world is, is a really disgusting place to be and you can find yourself lost very quickly.
0: Absolutely. That was a very succinct way of putting it. Um There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of a lot of short walks down a lot of paths that'll get you lost really quickly. Um Man. All right, this got dark. Nah. <laughs> no.
2: No. we're bad. in the light, buddy.
0: No, we're in the I know we are. Um Yeah, man, the agendas, they just keep rolling on and we're gonna keep exposing them. I don't know. Is that what we do around here? Do we expose agendas? What do we do? What do we do? Are we an entertainment show? What is this show? Uh,
2: I've been, I've been described as a ruiner of perceptions. Um, okay. So. Okay. Uh, listen, if that means exposing agendas and just trying to bring concepts to people's uh, attention that mm-hmm. they may not have been privy to mm-hmm. previously, mm-hmm. Uh, that that sounds like. That sounds like something fun and fantastic for me. All right. Yeah.
0: I've I've thoroughly enjoyed, you know, not being invited to people's barbecues. Um <laughs> because uh, everybody's leaving. it's not just because of the Jews this time. No, he's talking about trannies again. Um
2: No, I've got I've got friends' wives that are way more into it than I am. Oh, really? Nice. Uh that is that
0: is a great thing to see people pick up on your you know, like your research and take it further. Um, We've had that happen a lot. We get a lot of people sending us emails and we promised to do emails and we are still going to do an email show. Um, But I don't know. We'll do that. We'll do that soon. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of people out there that, 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 you know, they listen to what we talk about. They get into it. They get deep into the research and they realize there's a lot more to what we're talking about than what we can do in two hours. You know, there's a lot more, a lot more research, a lot more stuff out there.
2: Yeah. Um, so, so last season we did an episode on Tartaria mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, Irish origins.
0: We did two episodes,
2: right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we did. We ended up doing a second episode on the, the Irish the Irish origins, but like it was sort of like a half and half. Well, um, I think next episode, aren't we going to talk about mud flood and reset theory?
0: are we doing? Are, are you just gonna call me out like that and say we're gonna do it? Now we gotta do it. Okay, fine, fine. We're gonna do it. I thought, no, I thought, we're I gonna do that. it. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Let's do that next time. We're gonna, we're gonna. We, we've teased it long enough. We've watched enough, enough videos. I think we have enough to say on the mud flood reset theory.
2: Right. I I can't get wait to. I can't wait to get into some of the jargon that they use in these videos. Cause I, I, I think, I think, I think people will get enjoyment out of watching these videos on their own. Once they have some of this uh, unique jargon that mm. they've invented for this, these theories down.
0: Absolutely. Well, jargon is something that is uh, it's, it's, it's not new. Like you just said, they've been doing this for, for generations, for, for centuries, pretty much. Now, recently, we have jargon, you know, build back better, The co- all the COVID stuff, all, all the different, uh, you know, social distancing, herd immunity, flatten the curve, all that kind of stuff. Stronger, together, apart, all that, you know, weird jargon. But I don't think that's what you were talking about, though. Oh, man, there's so many I forgot about them. But, yeah.
2: I mean, like, uh, specifically for this genre, some, stuff like Antiquitech and, uh, you know. No, just no, I know. Oh, no, I know. But, like, the general. things
0: that. I was talking about the things that they invented, along with 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 the fake history that goes along with it. Okay, I was going in a different direction, but okay.
4: You
0: know we'll the different both. words like grassy knoll. You know ground zero, all those kind of things. Oh that they, yes, the invented yeah. words that they 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 put on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Yeah, anyways, like World's Fair. <laughs> like- <laughs>
2: essential worker. Yes. Yes. Social yes. distance.
0: Social yes, social distancing, build back better, capital building. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Face diaper. Right. God. Anyways, aside from that, I I think that's going to be fun. We are Bradshaw it has some creepy pastas that he Uploaded to the Dropbox. I will pull one of those and drop it at the end of here. Jack, thank you for the creepy pasta last week. That was good. Uh, people like that a lot, by the way. Nice. Yes, uh, it's not just Brad. You know, Brad's got competition. Well, Brad, you know, Brad couldn't be here because he didn't want to. In his in his absence, since you're here, Dogbot, the w- WWE wrestler Gabe. Tuft is now uh, like what? Gabby
2: Tuft? Gabby. Yeah, yeah that Danny. was easy, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, so like easy. some of these some of these male names don't translate very well to the feminine form. Right. He, he. Right. Yeah. He. He got off pretty easy. Yeah, he, he did. So gross to or see she, that. she? Like she? Or, but like that's yeah. like though, no,
0: dude. That, this person legit is taking female hormones. This person, like these people, like not all of these trainees are fake. Like like Charlotte Climber. Like that guy is like Eddie Gorsinski hasn't taken any female hormones. Eddie Gorsinski still fucks women. Like, you know what I mean? Charlotte Climber still fucks I know, women.
4: That, yeah. Gross. No.
0: I, it, whatever. It's gross. It's, it's not a woman. It's literally a dude in a dress. That's a guy in a dress. Okay. It's not like Jazz Jennings who had its penis cut inside out and put, tucked inside of it. You know what I mean? These people, Eddie Gorsinski, Charlotte Climber, they're these trans lesbians. They're just dudes who couldn't get hot pussy so they became trans so now they can fuck eights.
2: Triple H gave a tomahawk chop to Gabby and his hand got stuck.
0: Alright. That's really gross. And, like, that's gross. I don't
2: know enough about wrestling. That probably came off as very uh, wrestling ignorant.
0: Oh. I mean, not really. Is there such a thing? Ignor- using the term ignorant and wrestling in the same sentence. I mean, you don't have to repeat yourself. So anyway, we're going to get out of here for uh, Reinhardt and Dogbot. I got and- a couple
2: of things to promote. Oh, wait. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yes, promotion okay.
0: time. It's not just for Brad anymore. Go ahead.
2: I am promoting the Paranormies present Telegram channel. It's yes. t.me backslash the Paranormies present. And then I'm also promoting my uh, personal Telegram channel. It is t.mechupacabra underscore kennel. Get inside the kennel. You'll hear crazy rants and see links to uh, my most disgusting tweets that they don't want on the regular channel.
4: I mean,
0: dude, there's, you know, like... There's a time and place for stuff like that, and it's probably not on the main channel. But those they were funny. I would have retweeted them had I had a Twitter. I am going Listen, to... Listen, Joe,
2: Joe, Joe Biden eating ice cream and saying, Hey, bub, how did you get the cone to have the texture of the back of Michelle Obama's nutsack is pretty fucking good, but nobody fucking retweeted it today.
0: Yeah, I wonder why, dude. I wonder why. I wonder why. Um, I don't know. Bear Butthole used to get all kinds of stuff retweeted, so I don't know why you can't.
2: Well that's because he was that's because he was trolling Tinder in ways that and nobody well, had ever done. And before.
0: also tweeting pictures of his own ball sack. <laughs> Remember that? He was sending he sent AOC pictures of his nuts. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Anyways. Yeah man, I missed I kinda
3: missed Twitter. Ah <laughs> is that the rape that aoc was talking about no oh real quick yes aoc
0: busted in lies dude she's like oh so scared you're like like dude you're in the quadrangle like half a mile away you weren't even there you literally weren't well, the there.
2: other one the other dude uh in her squad uh talib uh oh. said today that oh. said today if she was yeah like oh the crying yesterday, video d- yesterday during the uh, congressional slam poetry hour the cr- yeah uh, oh, that's
0: a good one the, yes slam poetry the crying video that's literally she's up there playing the crying game with AOC and um which one of them has the bigger penis Talib or Cortez
2: the black the the black one the presley one and their squad who's presley i don't know the black one uh uh, uh i forgot the- it's It's, it's like a it's a bald black black uh tranny that's in their squad oh god yeah
0: oh god that's 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 just frightening i gotta go to bed soon man that's frightening
2: oh boy all
0: right well we have the telegram channel Yes, the Paranormies Present Telegram channel. We also have a BitShoot that we just started. We're going to be uploading, uh, slowly uploading videos to BitShoot. Um, we will probably do like we used to do with the old YouTube stuff. If anybody from way back in the day remembers, we would do the podcast and just add a whole bunch of still shots. I don't think we're going to be doing video anytime soon. Uh, but we would just add up, you know, like we'd slideshow through a bunch of still photos that would, had to do with the content. So we'll have the bit shoot. We have the telegram. Uh, yeah, Dogbot's got his telegram channel, the Chupacabra Kennel. Man, what else is there?
2: We got t-shirts yeah, get, coming.
0: We got t-shirts. I actually, come to the kennel. Oh, wait. Yeah, come to the kennel. I actually sent the guy from Dissident Apparel. Uh, he has at least five different... Designs for T-shirts. So, dissidentapparel.com. It'll be just dispro- It'll most likely be dissidentapparel.com backslash paranormies. Pretty sure that's what it is. I will let everybody know for sure. But we are going to be having T-shirts very soon. Yeah, and d- don't forget check out the Telegram. I said that already. Uh, the email is paranormiespresent at gmail.com that's also our donations, paypal what else? we missed anything? paranormiescampfire
3: at gmail.com yes
0: paranormiescampfire at gmail.com reinhardt, mateo and jack are actually doing the bit, they are recording your, your uh, stories we are posting them uh, what else? there's other stuff DB, I thought you said there was something else
2: I don't, I don't know I can't think of anything else <laughs> Damn it
0: Damn it Alright well that's the end of this shilling We saved it for the end of the show Please enjoy this creepy pasta read by Brad And uh, we're gonna get out of here We'll see y'all later
3: Time travel makes you gay
2: So does debating
3: My daughter woke me up around 11.50 last night My
0: wife and I had picked her up from her friend Sally's birthday party Brought her home and put her to bed My wife went into the bedroom to read while I fell asleep watching the Braves game. Daddy, she whispered, tugging at my sleeve. Guess how old I'm going to be next month. I don't know, sweetheart, I said as I slipped on my glasses. How old? She smiled and held up four fingers. It's 7.30 now. My wife and I have been up with her for almost eight hours she still refuses to tell us where she found them.